Hello everyone, and welcome back to To Heaven To Roll. I'm Rain Zero, and the other half of this show is my lovely other half, Daft Prodigy. You are listening to Session 22, Neath the Western Sky. We have been having a blast these past couple weeks as the show moves into Book 2. In the recording space, we have been finishing up the book, and we are super excited to share what we have recorded. As our heroes take a week away from Corvosa, we too are taking a little break. There's a lot of work to do on the finale, and I am back at my full-time job now. So we'll be moving on to a bi-weekly release schedule until the rest of book two is edited. I anticipate that will probably be about three to four sessions, after which we'll be moving back to a weekly release schedule to give you all the pulse-pounding adventure you can stomach. And trust me, you'll need a strong stomach for book two. This session features many different soundscapes, including one from a later Book of Curse, and even the beloved soundscape of D&D 5e's Phandalin from Lost Minds of Phandelver. This session also features music from Philip's Tabletop Music Bazaar. More on that at the end of the show. For now, though, let's give our heroes a little break out in the western river town of Hars, in Curse of the Crimson Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to Curse of the Curse Crimson of Throne. Previously. Previously. On Curse of the Crimson Crimson Throne. Throne. To have and to roll. What happened last time? The cover of night uh, began traveling to Harse to drop off Trinia Sabor and Penelia something? What was her name? Uh, Patilia Dola. Patilia. Patilia Dola. Um, We're taking them to a friend of Van Carlos in Harse so that they can live relatively free lives um without yes. the Corvosan guard looking for them to try to execute them again uh as they were both set to be executed by the queen and trinia was rescued by us and mm-hmm. patilia was rescued by blackjack um so we are we we're taking them to harse uh, we got out of the city uh we spent uh we spent the night between Harse and between Corvosa and Harse somewhere, um, sleeping as one does on long trips. And when morning came, we were met by a desperate figure riding toward us on his horse. Yes. Uh, his name was Jeremiah Pumquin, a former Hell Knight of the God Claw. Yes. Uh, of came, the Order of the God. Coming from the distant, uh, Echo Wood. Yes, the distant Echo Wood. Yes. Uh, which is just south of Numeria. Uh, yes. And which is like a thousand miles away yeah, from here. Yeah, it's super, super far. And he's come here basically to uh hopefully live out some of his life without having to be a Hell Knight. <laughs> um and in the meanwhile, uh goblins have been attacking his ranch and other ranchers' ranches uh near Harse. Mm-hmm. And so he led us to the goblin camp where they had 
um, where they had some horses sort of waiting to be eaten as they sort of, you know, were mean to them in ways that I don't feel like explaining in detail. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty it was pretty upsetting. Uh Um, And we we killed the frick out of them. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Um, With the help of Jeremiah. Like any good goblins, they were equal parts um, uh, comedically terrible and just actually terrible. Yes. Um, uh, and yeah, so we beat them up. We saved all of the horses, including one that got injured in the fray. And Jeremiah took them back to the ranches, uh, thankful for our help. Now we have uh, decided to use the rest of the day to proceed to Harse and drop off our um, our two uh, ladies on the run from the law and maybe do some shopping or something while we're there. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> you can certainly do that because we have a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a bunch of money now. Yes, we, we finally got a bit more money, um, but... Uh, the goblins had quite a bit of money, particularly the um, rune-warped one named Heckle. <laughs> yes, the subject of rune-lord magic. Yes. But that is a story probably for another adventure. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you want, you can do one, You can follow one of the many adventure paths with rune-lords in the title. Yes, one of those. <laughs> um, no, I, get, I, I mean, I can tell you, like, that is a... That is a monster that I pulled from Return of the Rune Lords. Ooh. Um, and actually the commandos were pulled from Rise of the Rune Lords. So we, we just got like a little Rune Lord smorgasbord here. Yeah. Get a little bit, a little sampler of all the Rune Lords things. A, shmor- a smorgaslord even. Smorgaslord. <laughs> Rise of the, the smorgaslord. <laughs> so you, you're going to make your way on to town. Yes, we are making and our way to Hars. So you have just watched rather awkwardly as uh jeremiah <laughs> rode off into the sunset and then he went we're actually going that way yeah let's just uh, um, give him five minutes so, so you follow again. Uh, the falcon river uh downstream to where it meets with the sarwin river mm-hmm. and at that point uh there is that well there there are a set of two ferries mm. uh two ferry people across the falcon river and the sarwin river respectively and on the other side from you you would see this little crop of buildings uh, about a dozen or so buildings Aww. that make up the town of Hars. Mm, uh, you cute. can see you can see sort of like a main street it's it's very much like a western town mm-hmm. you know you got the doctor there mm-hmm. uh, but instead of instead of a doctor there would be like a temple yeah uh, you have There's a like the general store yes there are actually two general stores one of them is called uh Hars general store and the really? other one is called family general store <laughs> Man, this place is just full of creative names. So uh, we're we're having a really good run here from horse shop onward. There is a the this, the ferry service is quite busy yeah. as this is uh, one of the one of the only ways across uh, the river uh, mm. to connect to connect uh, most with most of Western Verissia. Um Can we cock the wagon and float it across? You could, <laughs> or you could pay for the ferry. Fine. You, you can you can attempt to ford the river. <laughs> Um, you can cock the wagon and float it, or you can pay, uh, I think two gold for the ferry. <laughs> Let's pay for the ferry. 
<laughs> it might even be like five silver. Don't want to. Don't want to lose. Don't, actually... don't want to lose any of our horses or any of our sets of clothing or medicine or any of our boxes of ammunition. Somebody might get dysentery. Mm, don't want that to happen. <laughs> Who wants filth fever? Yay. Is it Unia? <laughs> So yeah, we'll we'll wait our turn in line to take the ferry across. Yeah, uh, now now that the sun has set, uh, we are st- we are sort of getting into the last people that can take the ferry across. Uh, let me see if I actually have a cost for a ferry. So I would say two silver. Okay, um, two silver. Yes. So we'll pay our two silver and uh, lead the horses onto the ferry and lead everyone else onto the ferry and. Uh, hope that we don't get stuck on the same ferry as Jeremiah going into town because that would be awkward. <laughs> no, you do not see Jeremiah. He had a, he had a good bit of a lead uh, on you guys. Damien sort of wipes some of the social anxiety and do sweat off of his brow. <laughs> uh, you relax for a bit. Uh, so you take. Uh, so you have the the Falcon River ferry, uh, and of course the Sarwin River ferry, um, which both of these connect to the North Shore. Of uh, so basically, you are on the south side of the Falcon River, right? Mm-hmm. And so you would take a ferry across to get to uh, Harse. Yeah. And can... then if you wanted to cross the Sarwin River, you would take a ferry west across the river uh, to the west side of the Sarwin River. You can get service from both the ferries, but make sure never to tell them your name. <laughs> well, I mean, there's not a competition between them. They have their own distinct markets. <laughs> One ferries people across the Falcon River, and the other ferries people across the Sarwin River. I mean, I was making a joke about Faye. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, all right. So you get across. You pay your two silver for your cargo and such. Um, there would be uh, there would be a man on horseback carrying uh, carrying a uh, composite longbow. Ooh. Uh, who uh, basically, as you approach the ferry, you know he's got the he's got the longbow propped up. Uh, where the bowstring is sort of resting on his arm, mm-hmm. uh, and like and like an air like uh, his other hand on his uh, on his quiver, just sort of resting there mm-hmm. uh, at his at his waist. So and he's ready, but not threatening. He's ready, and he just uh, rides up to you. That's a good coconut sound. Thank you. Uh, and and just goes well. Uh, the ferry's closing down, y'all. And y'all trying to get across here? Yes, um, we're trying to get to Horse. All right. Well, you came to the right place. That right there is Horse. Uh, it's uh, two silver for the ferry. Uh, now, do y'all have weapons such like that? Um, yes. Uh, uh, we do ask a- that while you're in town, you peace bind your weapons unless you register them with the with the sheriff. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, Lenore will start putting away her pole arms. Uh, into he, he actually hands out some little straps of leather. Uh, Peace bind them. You take this. You put it over over the edge of your uh, weapon, tied to your sheath. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Lenore Lenore does that. Uh, Unia does that. Um, Damien uh, peace binds his chakram, uh, but not his playing cards. Uh, All right. Siren will peace bind her dueling sword, but not yes. the dagger she has hidden in her Amazing. sleeve. Uh, what's y'all's names? Oh, we're the cover of night. Uh huh. What's your business in town? We're just, we're bringing these uh, travelers to Hars, ah. and we have some cargo, I think, as well. Uh, where y'all staying at? Uh, probably one of the inns. Uh, well, the, the inn, there's one inn. It's called Rancher's Retreat. Yeah, we'll be staying there, then. All right, staying there. All right. Uh, how long are you going to be in town? Uh, 
like a day, maybe right. two days. Cover of night, staying at the rancher's retreat in town for a day. Gotcha. All right. Well, y'all can uh, y'all can uh, pile on. I think uh, Fairy's about ready to head over. All right. All right. Thanks so much. Right, no problem. Y'all take care now. Bye. All right. Rides off toward the side. Do you think they ask everybody those questions as they come in? See another group of people coming up. Uh, all right, what's your business in town? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I was just concerned that we might be subject to extra scrutiny for some reason. Trinia would would uh, just sort of go. That seems pretty standard. You know, little okay. towns like this, they could try to watch, look out for themselves. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you know, they they want to make sure that. I don't know, like cultists or somebody aren't coming through. Don't worry. If there's anything dangerous, I'll protect you. <laughs> I can protect myself. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, no, I'm sure you can. I was just trying to be uh, chivalrous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Trinia puts a little more distance. Just scooches. Okay. <laughs> um, then you uh, take the ferry over pile onto this uh ferry and um and then they they wave to somebody on the other side once everybody's aboard uh and uh there is a call for all aboard <laughs> and uh then you hear the creak of the ropes as the ferry starts to be pulled across uh by a team of horses on the other side um they're like hooked up to this big old winch that's nice. just turning and pulling the rope across and as you notice, there is another rope that is coming back across the other way, uh, bringing another boat uh, <gasps> back the other cool. way. Yes. Uh, and uh, as as you are in the uh, twilight here, you can see fish jumping out of the river. Uh, it's a slow-moving current right now uh, and looks very beautiful with the, with the setting sun highlighted behind the Fenwall Mountains. It's quite picturesque. The sky is a is a beautiful like orange and red starting to dip into purples. It's very nice. You can't really see sunsets like this from inside the city. No, it's it's uh it's pretty nice, yeah. I guess. Uh you you make your way to the other side. And you are now on a little dirt road, goes through the center of town. Mm. You got a row of rows of buildings on either side. Uh, smoke coming out of their chimneys. There is uh, some lively sound coming from uh, the two taverns, mm-hmm. uh, the spotted pony, and uh, the nag bag, and the and the dingier nag bag. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, sort of toward the end of this row, uh, you have Rancher's Retreat. The temple uh, you will note is a temple of Arastel. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty common for a place like this. Yeah. And then there's like a sheriff's office, you know, little town hall mm-hmm. and a few other buildings here and there. Well, uh, we're here. Uh, ladies, would you like to stay at the inn for the night or should we send you over to um, that guy? Uh, um, Jason Adriel. Uh, yeah, that, that guy. Uh, should we try to find his ranch and drop you off there? Trinia would speak up. Then Carla told me that um, it's a uh, it's a couple miles outside town, so maybe we could just go in the morning. Yeah, that that's that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, just uh, I was just wondering how many rooms to ask for at the. Yeah, it's up. It's up the. Uh, it's up the Sarwin a little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get there tomorrow morning then. Okay. Um. I mean, I would love to s- to sample the local culture. You know. See yeah, that seems like fun. I'm gonna be living here for a while, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, rub uh, some elbows, <laughs> get to know some people. Yeah. Um. 
Maybe I can uh, make some friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's probably pretty easy for you. <laughs> you know, I I do have a talent for it. Yeah. I mean, like, the people that we met who knew you, they all liked you, so. You know, you yeah. tell a few jokes, people tend to like you. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so let's head inward. Inward. You head inward to the inn. Yes. Uh, the rancher's retreat. The rancher's and retreat. See, and you see a number of people with 10-gallon hats on their heads and <laughs> leather chaps and, you know, you know, dusters and such. Uh, Button-up shirts, uh, suspenders, <laughs> just all looking at you, and and uh, somebody on and a, on a player piano. Uh, the, the, the 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 piano's playing itself, but the guy is sort of going along and trying to act like he's playing it. <laughs> you got to sell it, man. <laughs> uh, every now and then, there's a there's an odd note where he accidentally bumps a key. Uh, so Lenore will drive the the cart over. Uh, hi, is there a place we can put the horse, uh, the horses? I mean, the the horses. The guy with a handlebar handlebar mustache uh, behind the bar looks up at you and just goes, "Yep, uh, we got a stable out back. Uh, you can uh, you can you can have them rest up there. Okay, if you want. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, we just are there separate separate stalls for each. We got a boy horse and a oh, girl yeah, horse. Oh yeah, yeah. We got we got separated. All right. separated stalls. All right. I mean, you got we got stalls individual for each horse you got. So you can uh, you can stable them up in an individual uh, stable. We had we had the boys take care of them and then take a look at them. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> that's really impressive. Uh, how much? I reckon it's about uh, about two copper for the night if you're stabling the horses out back. Yeah, yeah. yeah two copper for okay, that. Okay, two copper. Uh, you stabling yourselves as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. All right, well, how many you got here? You got six people, right? Yep. All right, what you looking, two rooms? Uh, Yeah, yeah, does or that sound good? maybe three rooms. Three rooms? Three, three rooms, rooms is probably good. Hey, well, I mean, you could take two rooms. They got two beds in them already. You could take and then roll out yourself a bedroll. Y'all got bedrolls, right? Yeah. Looks at you. Yeah, Look we like do. city folk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have bedrolls. How you like the country? It's beautiful out here. Yep, sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Unia, every time, every time he spits, Unia sort of grimaces. They like makes their their nose wrinkles a little bit. And they're just sort of like, ugh. <laughs> yep. Um, well, um, yeah, be uh, be uh, five copper, uh, per room for right. the night. All right. Uh, yep. So three three rooms. That's all right. Good? Three yeah. rooms. We can get you that. All right. You're gonna be up on the on the second floor there. There's like a balcony around the sides where that's sort of overlooking the main tavern the main uh, tavern area here mm -hmm. uh, with the bar and such. Yeah. Nice uh, fancy staircase going up around. <laughs> uh, you can walk along the edges, and then there's and then there's like a little there's there's windows along the balcony, yeah. and then and a few tables up there, uh, and then and then like a hallway going into the back where the where, where the, the rooms are. Yeah, where the rooms are. Yes. That's neat. Yes, that's neat. Okay, uh, we'll just take our keys and we're gonna go drop off the horses. I just have them tied up out front right now. There's, there's a lady at the top of the at the top of the stairs in a black and yellow dress, uh, fanning herself. Just goes, hi there. <laughs> Y'all new in town? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you would recognize the black and yellow dresses. Calistrian uh, very colors. Very in, in nature. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just gonna go take the horses around back. Uh, Y'all have fun if you want. <laughs> um, 
Damien and uh, Ophelia and Uni are going to follow um, okay. back out back just to make sure everything gets squared away um, before going back into and the end. Trina is going to go to the bar. All right. Uh, and and uh, how is Patilia doing? Patilia, uh, she's still pretty quiet. So who's going out back? Um, the party. Oh, the whole party's going out. Yeah, back. yeah. Okay. Um, um is going to stick with you just because, you know. Okay. She she knows you. Hey, um, how are things? Are you okay? Uh, she. I know this is a lot. She still is kind of quiet. You see that she's sort of, uh, flinching a bit at the loud noises yeah. that are going on here. Um, yeah, I'm fine. We can get you a room by yourself if you want. I I think I'll be good. Okay. Um. I could stay with one of you, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Are you not feeling comfortable staying with Trinia? I mean, I've we've been in the same place for, um, we've been in the same place for uh, like two weeks now. So. Okay, and you just just some variety might be um, helpful. I didn't want to say anything while I was with her, but um, it's not just that. Uh, if you have a minute, uh. Yeah. Uh, she sort of looks to all of you. I think Vincarlo trusts you, and so I think I should trust you too. I, I know that I shouldn't be putting faith in the queen since she was going to have me executed, but I, I, I wanted to say, just so you know, I, I am the one that said that I saw Trinia put the poison in the king's drink. That is what I saw. Oh. I, I recognize her. I, I, and as soon as Blackjack dropped me off at Vincarlo's house, I, I, I recognized her. I, I, I don't know. Well, uh, Damien sort of speaks up. It's possible that you saw somebody who was making themselves look like I, I, Trinia. I, I, I don't know. I, what I saw, it was her. That's what I saw. Looked exactly like her. I yeah. She was moving yeah. the same way. She was dressed the same way. Um, she was sneaking around one night. She went into the king's room. Uh, I watched from the door. I saw her put something in the king's drink. I and maybe they it was somebody disguised as her. But if it was, it was a really good disguise. <sighs> We'll look into it. When, when uh, people weren't able to capture her, that's when uh, the queen brought me back in, and the gray maidens they questioned me more. They thought they found holes in my story, and that's why they put me on trial, thinking that maybe I was trying to cover for, well, I was trying to blame someone else for something I did. I, I, I didn't do anything, though. But I know what I saw. I really don't think Trinia would do that. D do you know her? I know her about as well as I know you. So do you think I did it? No. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, and you can see that she seems very anxious about saying any of this. The king was really sick. He died of an advanced form of leprosy. We don't know who caused that. Uh, leprosy, yeah. I guess that makes sense. He had uh, he had symptoms like that. I was uh, in charge of changing some of the uh, bed sheets from time to time. Yeah. 
He was pretty bad toward the end. We've run into some situations where people make themselves look like other things or um, can make themselves a creature that can make itself look like an object or things like that. Maybe whatever you saw is something like that instead of something Trinia did. Maybe. I'm just... I'm still nervous. I... It's really... I, I, I had a family back at the castle. I had friends. I I was, you know, working at the castle is a pretty big honor. I, I had a lot going for me. And then this all happened. It's, it's like a nightmare that I can't wake up from. I'm going to do a sense motive check. Ophelia, Unia... I'll just- I'm just gonna have everybody roll. Everybody's got sure. a rank in it. Clack, clack, bath rocks, clack, clack, clack. Oh, well, those are all pretty bad rolls. And what'd you get? Uh, highest roll. Um, highest roll would be a 16 for Unia, uh, and then Ophelia aids with a 13. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, like, like she she is in a she appears to be in a fragile emotional state. Yeah. That she can't. You're not entirely sure if if everything she's telling you is completely true. Um, like if she's giving you everything, but you know you get the feeling that she's probably telling you as much as as much as she would feel comfortable telling strangers. Okay. Um, <clears throat> these revelations are certainly worth considering. Unia says, giving a side eye to Siren. <laughs> We will keep them in mind, and perhaps when we return to, Co- to Corvosa, look into investigating them more fully. In the meanwhile, if you could keep us updated by post, if there's anything unusual occurring here in Trinia's presence, we are at 12 Burnt Bridge Boulevard. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, Vincarlo told me that we shouldn't mail anything directly to anyone in Corvosa because ah. they might trace it back. But um, no, that is he sensible. said that he would take uh, mail. Uh, we're writing it to a to a pseudonym. All right, uh, mail it to Vincarlo's pseudonym then. Yeah, and then if you want to mail things to us, uh, you can mail them to um, Heather Adriel All right. at Blackbird Ranch. Damien writing down Heather Adriel Blackbird Ranch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, um, uh, he said not to call anybody by name. Uh, and if you can hide your meaning in the letters, that would also be good, just in case they get intercepted by anyone. Um, yeah, I can, I can work on that, um, okay. if you all want. Yeah. Um, Vin Carlo said that he could keep us up to date on important things, and so if you just have any questions for us, that would be how to reach us. Mm-hmm. All right. God, I am not set up for all of this, like, second-guessing. Oh, I miss the days when I could just trust people. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. Yeah. I should go back in. Um. Yeah, we've, uh... No, don't, don't, don't put Clive right next to Strawberry. Don't do that. 
Um, well, well, gee, I, I, they, these pretty horses, these coming from in, the, in, from in from the city? Yeah, yeah, um, guy named, uh, Stu. Stu, guy named Stu. Stu? Well, is that the man what runs horse shop? Yeah. Well, he, he sells some mighty fine horses. I see him come in every now and then. Most of them going on toward them, them fanciful holdings out in the west. Like, like where? Like McNamara. Oh, yeah. Yep, see them every now and then. People that want to go over land, they're usually buying their horses from Stu at the horse shop. Good to know. Yep. You weren't uh, listening to anything we were talking about, were you? Nope. I was brushing the horses. <laughs> I was real busy. A lot of horses out here. Yeah. Sense motive. <laughs> now I'm concerned I didn't realize this guy was right here. <laughs> oh no. Wow. Uh, I, uh, 25 for Unia. Uh, 19 for Ophelia. Yeah, this, you get the feeling this guy's being legit. All uh, right. Like All you right. get you get the feeling that he was like, like oh, y'all are having a conversation out here. I better turn tail and go back. <laughs> Wait till y'all holler for me. Got me all worried about shapeshifters now. <laughs> like, yeah. We feel pretty he, confident that this guy Does he have a magical silver dagger? He is a magical silver dagger. <gasps> no! no! <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so you got here Clive. Uh, ooh, oh, Clive's a boy horse. Wow, look at him. Uh, <laughs> and you got Strawberry. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all come along now. We're going to get you some bags of oats, and we're going to get you penned up. Yeah, uh, thank you. Of course. Have a good night. You too. Enjoy your stay. Y'all staying in the inn here? Yep. All right, well, it's a nice place. Thanks. Yep. Have a good night. You too. Come See? on, come on, <laughs> big feller. Come, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Clive just sort of... <laughs> uh, it's okay, Doesn't Clive. seem to like like this guy. It's, like, okay. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, uh, it's okay. Strawberry's kind of chill. <laughs> See, trusting people, people just doing things without a hidden meaning behind them, not walking around disguised trying to kill people. No offense intended, Siren. It's okay. None taken this time. Okay. So you get back in and um, Trinia is leaning against the piano, telling uh, some rather, rather raunchy jokes. Yeah! That would that you guys would have heard before because they're 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 ones that are told in some of the bars around Midland quite often. Uh, one of them about the sailor's wife, uh, and of course you know the one. Uh, and and but the, but it's just killing here. Like these people, they're 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 slapping their knees and laughing and <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Tell it again. <laughs> And uh, Trini is loving it. She is. Aww. She has a crowd of like about six or seven people around her. Uh, she has a she has a mug of ale in hand. Uh, and as you guys as you guys come Rancher, in, Rancher, I hardly know her. <laughs> uh, oh goodness. Uh, and and uh, as you guys come in, she waves uh, very excitedly. Hey everybody. Hi. Hey there. Uh, so, uh, you guys doing anything else um, right now? Ordering drinks? Anything? Yeah! Right. You get yourself some drinks. Damien goes over to the bar, and goes, one drink! One drink maximum! <laughs> Damien looks, looks at her, 
<laughs> then looks away, acting like he didn't hear a word she said. And uh, <laughs> now, what'll it be? Um, Guy with the handlebar mustache behind the behind the bar. <laughs> so what'll it be? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still stuck. What um? What are you? What what are you spitting there? Tobacco. Tobacco. Oh, tobacco. Yep. You have that in your mouth. Yep. That doesn't seem like it would taste very good. I don't do it for the taste. I guess not. Um, what's on tap? Uh, well, we got beer, and we got whiskey. You have whiskey on tap? No, what's a tap? Um, we got a bottle of whiskey. Okay, okay. We got a few bottles of whiskey. Right, right. Um, I will have two shots of your middlingest whiskey, please. Well, that would be the whiskey. Yes. The, the... We just got the one. I thought you said you had several. Okay. We have several bottles of the same kind of whiskey. I will take... Two shots of whiskey, please. Made out of still outside town about 20 miles that way. Okay. Um, aged in what sort of barrel? A barrel. All right. I will take three shots you of your whiskey. You city folk are weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, two, no, just, just the two. Just two shots. Two shots of whiskey. Two shots. Looks at you. You sure? What do you mean? You sure you want two shots of whiskey? Yes. All right. I'm here. Pours one, pours the second one. I'm here for a good time and a much longer time than anyone would there expect. You go. That'll be one. That'll be uh, that'll be uh, eight silver pieces, four for each. That's not bad at all. Uh, eight silver and then uh, two more silver for a tip. There you go. Looks at the extra two silver. Looks at you. Hmm. Uh, tip. It's a city thing. All right, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon so. Uh, I mean, they're they're, they're four. So they're four. Never mind. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> Great. No. Actually, no. More realistic is probably be four copper <laughs> for a shot of whiskey. Yeah. All right. Yeah, four copper All for right. a shot of whiskey. Ten copper. Uh. Just, uh, reduce just hand that. you over a silver piece. Yeah, yeah. Just hand over a silver piece. There he you just go. Looks at it like keep the tip. Uh huh. The mm. Tip. He sort of just turns the silver piece over in his hand. I guess. Uh, puts it in. Puts it in a little coffer behind the bar. Damien goes back to the table with his uh, his two shots of whiskey. Um, uh, Lenore shoots him a look, but she ignores. Um, he downs one shot. Uh, and uh, after coughing for a good 10 seconds goes that guy doesn't know what tips are so um, go all out if you want <laughs> I already tipped him so I've been suckered but um, you can go go ahead uh, also this whiskey is how is the whiskey? It's bad it's, it's, oh oh no mm. it's bad It that's I does anybody want this there, other? Like, like there is no flavor whatsoever it's, to it. It just, it is, it is. It just tastes like, like it, like it was in an old barrel. Not yeah. even a particularly Probably good a barrel. Probably a musty barrel of some it, sort. It, it, not particularly cleaned between I never, uses. I, ugh. The aftertaste is worse. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I never thought the I would notes miss. Notes of mildew. I never thought I would miss and the dust. fish. I never thought I would miss the fish, Jack. But here we are. <laughs> oh, I should not have gotten two of these. 
Does anybody want the other one? All right. <laughs> all right. Um, says, you paid for it. You you drink it. <laughs> uh, all right. So Unless you, you guys... want to gift it to somebody. They'll never like you again. <laughs> so uh, you you spend you spend the night uh, drinking, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to like gather any information about town or anything yes, like that? Yes, I want you... rumors. Oh boy, I want rumors. Let's uh, have Lenore and Ophelia look for rumors. Them being the most charismatic of the party. Uh, diplomacy checks to gather information. Siren got a 21. And Lenore aids with a 14. Alright, you, 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 uh, you would hear people at the bar uh, talking about... Yeah, I did, always, I did always think that that King Aedrid, he was... He was a bit of a bastard. Not, don't, not speak <laughs> ill of the dead or nothing like that. But he always loved them young women. Even after he married Iliosa, you know he kept looking after the pretty youngins out there. Oh. That's how them city folk get, you know. Mm. Always. They can't be happy with what they got. They always want more. Mm-hmm. I heard he was involved with with all sorts of dancers from, from distant lands and and uh, extravagant artists, uh, and all the debutantes what came to the castle. Mm-hmm. I reckon there weren't no no noble families safe from old King Eodred. All right, all right. I will <laughs> another, take another person at the bar goes. You're full of shit. He he was loyal to his wife to the last. Uh, he he put all that behind him once he married, and who wouldn't? You seen that? You seen that Queen Iliosa? Oh, she's a looker. You ain't <laughs> never seen Queen Iliosa. What are you talking about? I seen her. I seen her. I was in town when they was having that execution. <laughs> I didn't go to the execution, but I seen pictures of her. They had them at the gift shop. <laughs> turns out they were. Turns out the the execution got got uh, got put off. Something about some. Some, uh, I don't know what's his name. Uh, some sort of superhero, some something or such. Uh, he came in. He, he crashed the execution. He took the prisoners. So what? What did they have them prisoners for? I thought the king died. Uh, I thought the king was sick. No, no. They're saying he's murdered now. They're saying he's murdered. Uh, murdered. Who's gonna murder a sick man? Well, sick men are easier to murder up. <laughs> So it's such and such and so on and so forth. Question. Gift shop? Oh yeah, gift shops. <laughs> there was there was a gift shop that oh, I suppose the those stalls. Yeah. Uh, they already had pictures of Queen Iliosa in the dress. <laughs> yeah. Guy, guy, guy pulls guy pulls out like a little little uh, silver plate and it's got like this etching of Queen Iliosa on it's like, woo wee, look at her. <laughs> It's this very regal-looking picture of Queen Iliosa, mm. like you might find on like a coin. Oh uh, uh, yeah, he's like yeah. looky there, but like uh, there's like a metal disc that's like yeah, that's like the size of your palm, like size of your palm, yeah, with like this, this fancy engraving around the sides with like a pseudo dragon on one side and an imp on the other. Goodness, yeah, like, that's fancy. Here. Ain't she a beauty? It's like one, one guy goes, "Let me see that." Like, <laughs> I ain't letting you touch this. God knows where your hands have been. While they're talking about this, can I just look over at Trinia and see how she's reacting? Uh, Trinia doesn't seem to be paying much attention to it. She is 
busy entertaining folks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, the conversation would continue so quite I long said, into the night. That's and after no a while, hippogriff. That's my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Okay. Uh, so um, with that in mind, I guess, um, how are we going to be splitting up the beds? Um, um, let's have, um, hmm. Well, uh, who does Patilio want to stay with? Who does she trust? Um, probably Lenore. Lenore? Okay. Lenore and Patilia. Uh, and then, um, probably, uh, who should we have stay with Trinia? <laughs> the question. <laughs> I mean, Ophelia's... Siren! Siren's gonna try. Um, Damien and Yunia uh, going in. She went to the other rooms. Um, as Damien uh, leads Yunia, uh, like, picks up Yunia's stuff and brings it into the other room, he looks back and gives uh, Siren a very ostentatious wink. Uh... <laughs> Okay. Oh no, this room is full. I wonder who you'll be staying with. <laughs> okay. And Trinia eventually will realize that uh the, the crowd it's you know, it's about it's about eleven PM. The crowds are starting to clear out. And she's like, What? Are we done? Is that it? Uh and people are starting to uh make their way out of the inn. Mm. Uh and uh you know what people are staying here are going upstairs. Mm -hmm. Uh mm -hmm. she just goes Okay. I guess. Come well, on, let's head up. Time okay. to go to sleep. We've had she, a long uh, day. Grabs her, grabs her backpack, grabs her joke book, mm. uh, tucks it back into the backpack, and <laughs> she's going to come on up. Mm. Okay, uh, so what's the sleeping situation? Uh, am I staying with Patilia? Actually, um, Patilia wanted to stay with me, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, uh. Shrug. <laughs> okay. Um, so Damien and Uni are in one of the other rooms. And, uh, uh, she like looks at looks at Siren. Well, I guess that means that we're staying together. I I guess. Yeah. I guess it does. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, there's like a there's like there's like a little room with two beds, one on against either wall. Uh, dibs on the right one. Um, dang it. Okay. <laughs> I no no, and there was only one bed. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping they had bunk beds. Oh, yeah. Bunk beds are cool. Yeah. I had a bunk bed when I was a kid. I, I didn't. Um, I've never actually slept in a bunk bed. Uh, okay. Uh, and she's, she's sort of like like look going through the drawers. Oh, look. They have a holy book of Erastal here. Oh, goody. In case you want to learn what Erastal's all about. Oh, look. good. Uh, um, farms, 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 farms. Marriage, farms, um, corn. Corn, uh, family. Horses. They got a big chapter on horses. Goodness. I don't really care. Yeah. You want to read about a rastal? Not really. Me neither. Wait. Wait. Has anybody doodled anything in the book? Flip, 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 flip. Doesn't look like it. Should we, should we deface the chapter on horses? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, we just draw a picture of Clive and Strawberry doing what the guy didn't want them to do. We could. I don't know. That seems sacrilegious. I don't know if I want to do that. They wouldn't I, know it was us. See, she sort of like looks to the side, looks out the window, starts drawing. 
<laughs> okay. See, now the chapter on horses is more exciting. It's more accurate. It's also educational. Isn't Erastal all about like procreation he and stuff? Is. See, see, we Clever. are just adding educational value to an otherwise dry and uninteresting text. Here. Check it out. That is amazing. It's very detailed. It's very detailed. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, you know. <laughs> That's really good. Um, and they stop serving drinks at 11 p.m.? Look, I... These little towns, they're just... They're... Uh, this is going to be a rough couple months. Maybe... You can convince them otherwise, Maybe. I think. I will try. They really liked your jokes down there. They did. They liked them a lot. Maybe I can set up a set up a comedy hour. Yeah, yeah. The comedy hour can be from ten thirty to eleven thirty and then or they have like and one then, or like twelve to one. Well no, what I was thinking is you could start it off like a half an hour past regular time and then you could move it. Ah, so you could start out like ten thirty okay, to eleven thirty, okay. and then you could move it to eleven to midnight. Um, all right, well, I think I should get some sleep. Yeah. Um, it was a long day. Yeah. There was the, the goblins and all that. There was a lot. That. Yeah, I, I got... I, I actually... Ugh, I you got to write some new material of, for tomorrow. I still have a couple of cuts from that um, that oh, nasty yeah. goblin. He, that, yeah. was, that was pretty painful. They were pretty bad. Yeah, Unia popped me with that wand, but it wasn't quite enough. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Well, she sort of like... She sort of like uh, climbs into bed. Yeah, um... Uh, good night. Uh, good night. I guess. Rolls over, facing the wall. Um, uh, Ophelia will, uh, get into bed. Um, sort of, like, under the covers, like, uh, change out mostly out of the, uh, the siren armor and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah, and Trini into, would take off, like, her armor and, and stuff into, like that. And into, like, no. a, like, like uh, <laughs> a nightgown of some sort, but still keep the mask on. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Like, imagine, like, Batman in flannel pajamas. <laughs> flannel Batman pajamas. Yeah, yeah, Trini would change uh, into, into like, lighter clothing. Um, and a few hours would go by. Uh, Siren sleep okay? Or... Yeah, I think that she's having a little bit of trouble sleeping. Okay. Uh, her, her thoughts are straying to the other woman in the room. <laughs> About an hour or two later, if you're still awake... Mm -hmm. You would, uh, I mean, throughout this time, you would you would actually hear her sort of like tossing and turning a little bit, and about an hour or two after, you would hear her get up, and you hear the window open. Ooh! She climbs out. Oh, can I follow her? Sure. Uh, I'll give Do her. I'll give her. I'll give her a couple of minutes so she doesn't think that uh, that siren was just waiting and watching. Sure. <laughs> Don't um, want to be creepy. Uh, so you you wait a few minutes. Uh, the wind blowing in, cold air. Oh, chilly. 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 All right. Um, siren will get out of bed and uh, climb out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Is there a place to stand outside the window, or yeah, there's there's like a little there's like so like this is like a little dormer off mm -hmm. the main roof. Yeah. Um, and so you can like climb out onto the roof from here. Yeah. And uh, climb up. Yes. Uh, yeah. And you would see her, uh, at the peak of the roof, sort of laying on her back, looking oh. at the stars. Uh, I will uh, 
get up and like not like s- super stealthily but just sort of normally uh um go up uh and see if i can sit next to her sit like at her feet mm. okay couldn't do you want to do you want to say so you don't want to do it stealthily uh i mean if i startle her and she falls off the roof that yeah. could be bad ah uh. um but maybe she'd run away too uh okay let's stealth <laughs> great <laughs> all right stealth 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 i don't have any armor check penalty right now because i am not wearing armor it is currently a full moon so that is a plus 16 to stealth uh i think you sneak up successfully i got a 26 yeah she's sort of like looking at the stars not paying much attention uh until you are probably quite close mm-hmm. hey oh hey um couldn't sleep. Sorry, I, I I just needed to get some air. No, it's it's fine. The place smells is... like a farm. Yeah, it still kind of smells like a farm out yeah, here. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it might be the stable in back. Gonna take a lot of getting used to. I oh think. yeah. Well, it's you know it's I mean usually I can sleep anywhere but it's I don't know it, the sounds are so different out here. Yeah. Like the bugs. They're all different. Usually when I hear bugs, it's because I'm worried about sturges. <laughs> you know? Oh, goodness. Yeah, those sturges are pretty awful. Yeah. I mean, if you put a, if you put a good enough grating up on your windows, you don't have to worry about them. Oh, that's, that's but, good. That's you know, good. Um, uh, these, I don't know what kind of bugs they have out here. Yeah. Um, um, the stars are brighter, though. Yeah. Less, uh, less city light. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, the nice. you know they got the magical lights in Academy. Yeah. And those, and those those uh those are always super bright. Yeah. And they've got the lamps like, and stuff. Like, do you really need daylight spells to read magic books? Uh, <laughs> of course not. They just do it but because they, do they it. want everybody to know how big and important they are. Yeah. Uh, you know. I do kind of miss it though. Yeah. Every now and then there would be guards on patrol around the walls of academy and you can see they had like little dancing lights up oh that's neat yeah uh, uh, i've never really had any talent for magic i mean i could do a bit yeah um, yeah you, uh, were... you watch uh she's she's like i mean i could do light i don't i don't know dancing lights but mm. uh you know if, if you do light if you cast light it ruins your dark vision yeah it's uh um but that that's okay um if it can can you see okay or yeah okay um no well, that's what i'm saying is that it ruins uh i don't know uh you know it it like wait do you have like real dark vision oh uh, yeah oh my god that's cool yeah. no i don't have real dark um, vision yeah you know i'm not very good at um magic but so what are you I like a like a how to do it what are you like a half elf or um yeah kind of you it's, like it's complicated. I know that some half elves have dark vision. Yeah, yeah, that 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 makes sense. You don't have the ears though. Yeah, they're you know, um, all half elves sort of look different from each other in that way. Oh, okay. Huh. I I didn't, sort of like looks back up at the stars. I didn't used to live in Corvosa. Um, oh yeah. And when I moved there, I remember everything being really strange too, strange and kind of scary. Um, where I lived yeah. before, there weren't a lot of bugs at all, uh, oh, and yeah? not very many horses either. Where are you from? Um, you know, I'm from around the coast, but um, there was oh. a there wasn't. A, I'd never really lived in a big city like Corvosa before. You're from Vildrain? 
Um, I'm not sure where that is. Oh, it's it's up the coast. Oh, it's near the near the mouth of the of the bay. Maybe the the place I lived was really insular. Like we didn't go out very much. Oh. Um, so okay. uh, I mostly ended up in Corvosa by accident. Hmm. Um, and why would you come to Corvosa? I, <laughs> you know, it just seemed exciting. It seemed different. Um, I I thought that maybe there would be you know opportunities waiting for me there that I wouldn't find other places. Um, and then it just sort sounds of, like you were looking for Magnamar. <laughs> took a wrong turn somewhere. Maybe, maybe. Um, Corvosa isn't really the place that people come for opportunities. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of the place that people are stuck with. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been all bad. I mean, yeah. I met my friends there, and I, you know, um, we we've been working with some really good people, and you know, we we've been, we saved you, and and we saved Patilia. There's a hell of a way to do it. Yeah. Gosh, I was really hoping that I would be better at jumping across rooftops, you uh, know? It takes a lot of practice. Yeah. Maybe if I ever get back to the city, I can teach you. Oh, that would be fun. Um, teach me not to fall off and hurt my ankles. Yeah, it's it's pretty difficult. Um, uh, yeah, we call it shingle dashing. Shingle so, dashing? Yeah. Oh. You have to be specifically trained to do it right. Who I mean, anybody can try, but you have to be a real shingle dasher. She sort of like... <laughs> Who trained you to shingle dash? Uh, I don't know. Older kids when I was little. Yeah. Um, a bunch of people. It was kind of, it was kind of a way of getting away from guards, stuff yeah. like that. You know. Gosh, the guards are the worst. They are. Ugh. And you guys were working for the guards. Like, not because we wanted to work for the guards, but because they were the only people who had any sort of idea what we could do to make the city, like, less awful? Oh, wait, 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 before it's too late. Do, do you know, do you know Constellations? Oh, um, not really. Okay, okay. So, if we wait any longer, it's gonna set. Oh. Over there. Yeah. You see that one? Yeah. There's two triangles, uh, setting over the Fenwall Mountains. Oh. Uh, that is the lantern bearer. The lantern bearer. Yeah, doesn't, she's an Azada. Doesn't really look like a lantern. What's an Azada? Um, well, you know the thing that I, uh, the thing that I made when we were fighting the goblins? Oh. It's like a lady from the, yeah. from the yeah. waist up and then like a serpent from the waist down. Yeah. Yeah, that's an Azada. Oh, okay. Well, that was a Liland Azada. A Liland Azada. Yeah, and that's what the lantern bearer is. Okay. Uh, you see, see that, those two triangles, uh, yeah. the big one, that's her body. Okay. Uh, what's the human half of her body? All right. Uh, and then that line of stars coming off the bottom, that's uh, like sort of toward the south side. That's her tail. Oh. And then then there's... um. And she's got a lantern? Yeah. That's the other... That's the little triangle is the lantern. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then those three, uh, they're kind of coming off at a big arc. That makes her wing or... Oh, wait. No. I think two of them are the wing. Oh. And then the other one's the end of the staff, but it's also like where the point of the wing would be. I, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I can I can see how it would be either of those things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, she is the guide of the cosmic caravan. Ooh. Uh, the cosmic caravan. Uh, she is the. Uh, she's kind of the life of the party. She makes uh, sure everyone's safe and knows where the uh, interesting goings on are. That's why I like her. She seems fun. Yeah. Yeah. She does seem fun. Yeah. I feel like they could have done more work making her look, making the top half look like an attractive lady, though, instead of just a triangle. What, do you want the gods to make, to make, like, more detailed stars? I can have opinions on that. 
<laughs> well, you have to take it up with Desna. I should uh, take it up with Ghost Ray. Uh, you know Sinusure, right? Sinusure. Um, the North Star? Yes. Yeah, right there. Yeah. That big one. Um, that one? Wait, no, no, no. Over a little bit. Over a little bit. Okay. Uh, she like sort of points points uh, over your shoulder. Um, like, yeah. Uh, Ophelia leans in a little bit to see where <laughs> her uh, where her hand is pointing. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, roll me a charisma check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes the one. Oh, I got a 13 on die. So that is a total of 16. Okay. Sort of like looks at you like, huh? Yeah, right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. Um, what about it? Oh, sorry. Um, it's, uh, that's, that's where, that's where, um, that's where Desna lives. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Desna. In there. Yeah. Um and that zigzag right there, that's the that's the uh stair of stars. Oh. You see. And it and you're it supposed to like walk up, up to yeah. the I mean I, I guess I can't you guess you can't really walk up well, there. Yeah, maybe if you maybe like other gods can. I guess. Just like go up and like knock on our door like hello. Well <laughs> Well maybe if you're Shellen. Or Saren Ray. And then uh, she sort of points over, uh, over like, uh, across from you. Uh, she goes, ooh, 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 that one? Do you know Besmara? Um, pirate lady, right? Yeah, that's Besmara. Yes. Um, that uh, is her ship. Oh. Uh, the, uh, the one, it's a triangle, and then there's a few squares. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's, like, a little X on top. That's the skull and crossbones. <laughs> I see it. That I is see it. the sea wraith. The Sea Wraith. Wow. She sails the maelstrom, running raids on all the outer planes just to show him who's boss. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun, but also scary. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... You know, you're... You're really different from what I thought. Oh. When I I first met you, I thought you were, like... I don't know. Like, Blackjack all... All dark and brooding and edgy. Edgy, yeah. Yeah, you know, I I tried that for a little while, but it really didn't seem like anybody bought it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a place like Corvosa, it's everybody tries to be yeah, tough. Yeah, that's that's what I heard was yeah. that if I wanted to be edgy in Corvosa, I need to try harder, and that just seemed like tedious to mm-hmm. me. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot. I could be sad about if I wanted, but if I spent all that time being sad, then I wouldn't get anything else done. Mm. You know, I wouldn't be able to make anything better. I would just sit there being sad about how it wasn't better. Mm. You know, um, you're really nice. Um, oh, <laughs> you're really nice too. Thanks. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed uh, getting to spend time with you that hasn't been, you know, uh, <laughs> chasing and falling off of buildings yeah. and uh, getting attacked good. by Sturges. I mean, I kind of miss the running across the buildings part. Yeah. But, uh, Maybe you could make something work here. Start Maybe. building some bridges across all of the town buildings and stuff. I mean, anyway, I should probably be getting back to bed. Yeah. Yeah, probably. She looks at you. Um. You know, I... This mask, I don't actually have to wear it all the time. Oh, yeah? I mostly wear it in Corvosa because if 
people knew who I was and what I was doing, then I could be in danger. But I'm not really in danger here, I don't think. I, so why do you wear the mask? I feel a little, I guess I, you know, you know, if you do something because it's supposed to make you feel safe, then stopping doing it, even if it's not making you safe, can make you feel more in danger. Can make you feel vulnerable, I guess. I feel pretty vulnerable out here. Like, look, there's nowhere to run. Yeah. I'm trapped with the terrible masked chaser. And the horrible, horrible smell of staples. Ugh, don't remind me. Well, I guess you don't need to worry about the masked chaser for now. I guess not. And Ophelia will take off her mask. Oh. Uh... And let's cut away from that. (laughs) Somewhere, the Callistrian is going, Ah, yes. in the harbor of the the Falcon River as it drains into the inner sea or not not the inner sea as it drains into whatever this bay is uh, <laughs> a ship sails a ship sails <laughs> goodness um, what happens later who knows <laughs> so morning comes you know, Trinia is making her way out to the bar. <laughs> sort of like looking toward the other doors. Goes downstairs. Ophelia, mask on, uh, will come out uh, a little while after. <laughs> uh, would anybody already be at the bar? Um, Trinia will be coming out uh, let's, after let's a roll, Let's roll to see how awake Lenore is this morning. Yes. Lenore's up. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 19 on die. Lenore's at the bar. Uh... So Lenore sees Trinia come down. She sort of gives her a nod. How'd you sleep? Oh, uh, great. Um, Good. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah, I was uh, looking at the uh, breakfast menu here. There's matted on one side. Like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> yeah, I I heard some. I think there's some something on someone's on the roof last night. Oh, weird. Um, maybe it was maybe it's this giant rooster that was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the deal with that thing is. I yeah. I feel like that. Uh, uh, maybe they're saving it for a holiday or something, and they'll have like an enormous. Do you eat roosters? I mean, they're just chicken. Aren't they, aren't they like stringy or something? I don't know. I don't I've know. never raised chickens. Me neither. Uh, speaking of chicken, uh, they have lots of eggs on menu oh my god what, what is it with you and eggs no it's not that i i was just trying to find a conversational segue uh i don't really like it, i mean you had eggs for seven days right there, there's a market just downstairs and they usually have fresh Do eggs they not have anything like, other than eggs i mean yeah but eggs are easy to cook i'm sorry like, i'm sorry i'm just teasing you <laughs> uh, you can eat all the eggs you want I mean, at least... Uh, hey, wait, you were on my side yesterday. I was. <laughs> Look, don't trust me. That's the first thing that you should learn. All right, don't trust 
you. Yeah. Uh, they also have bacon and some sort of sausage. And mm. I think if you really want to make bad life I'll decisions. Go for eggs. Oh, wait. No, wait. What's the bad life decisions? Uh, I think they also still have alcohol this morning. Oh, they have my some like gods. hair of the dog kind of cocktails. Hey, uh, bartender, let me get one of those. Yeah, I just go. Yep. <laughs> Boys. Bloody Milani coming up. <laughs> Bloody Milani. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Bloody Milani coming up. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Oh, and there's like a little celery in it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Supposed to be like the stem of the rose, and the rest is the the rose. And the blood. <laughs> and the blood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to get creative sometimes. That you know what? I've been to a lot of bars, and I could probably teach you a thing or two about mixology. I what now? <laughs> different drinks. This is my different drink. And, called the Bloody Milani. And it's really good, and we appreciate it. I will also have one. <laughs> All right. Two of them. Thank you. Uh, three copper each. All righty. Uh... Seven. Um, a while later. Yeah. Um, a while later, Siren comes down. Yeah. Um, she's she's in her costume again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um. sort of like looks at her, looks down at her, <laughs> drinks, drinks a drink like Um. Siren sits down. Can I get another? <laughs> That's it's spicy. What's up with that? Why is it spicy? Blood. Blood. It's spicy. Spicy blood. Is blood spicy? I don't know. <laughs> Let's see if Lenore can read the room. <laughs> Sense motive. Ooh, it's not bad. Uh, what's her modifier actually? Oh, uh, sixteen. Is that enough to read the room? Oh, I should have Ophelia roll. A bluff. Oh, that was not a very good roll, Ophelia. Um, Lenore can tell that Ophelia is feeling tense <laughs> and embarrassed. Uh-huh. <laughs> in uh, sort what, of did you, what did you get total? Oh, uh, 16. Yeah, Trinia, Trinia just seems uh, to be all about uh, the hair of the dog thing. <laughs> um, <sighs> Ophelia did not roll well. Um, so Lenore's going to turn to Ophelia and go, you, you okay? Did she bother you? Oh, um, uh, no, she didn't um, bother me at all. At all. Um, um, we're fine. Not at uh, all. Every, uh, I mean, <laughs> um, uh, no, it, we had it. It was uh, everything was fine. Wow. It was. It was very. It was very. I guess I'll have to try harder next time. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was um, yeah, <sighs> nice time. Lenore goes. Oh. Okay. Do you two want a table by yourselves? I'm good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, I'm not sure when Patilia is coming down, but um, uh, Unia will make their way down. Um, they look like they slept okay, um, and um, but they're not—they're not really focused on anything except getting breakfast right now. 
Actually, let's see. Let's see. Unia is starting to grow back some of the hair on the side of their head. They're getting a little bit of stubble on uh, one side of their head. Um, Every once in a while, they sort of rub at it absentmindedly. Oh, I just rolled a sense motive. Uh, Unia takes one look at the thing that, at the tension that is occurring at um, and around Siren and goes to sit at another table. (laughs) Just comes in the room. Oh. Looks at looks at them. Good morning. Making goo goo eyes at each other, <laughs> or looks at Ophelia making goo goo eyes at Trinia. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Turns. Turns. Goes, goes to, to sit another, at another table. table. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll say a good fifteen twenty minutes later, Damien staggers down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Damien, what are you? Are you okay? The the whiskey was a bad idea. It was just it was a bad idea. You, how many shots do you have? I thought it was just the two. I mean, first it was the one that tasted really bad, and then it was the second one, and the second one didn't taste quite as bad. And so I figured that maybe if I had more drinks, <laughs> I would understand why the people here liked it. Amazing. And um, <laughs> I don't the really. Bar just goes, people here don't like it. I don't really remember anything after like drink. Six, but it it was. Uh, I was curious about how how much a tiefling could drink. Yeah, um, it it turns out that it's not very much. A nope. lot of that needed to be pressed must be and like agitated. Them elves, what, I, what can't handle their liquor? I needed to clean up this morning. Don't worry, I did an excellent job. Do you have anything for hangovers? Hair of the dog, bloody Milani. Oh, wow, that's slightly sacrilegious. I will take it. <laughs> um and uh yeah, let's just have let's just have Damien roll a fort save here. <laughs> I swear, I don't mean for him to keep doing these things. Amazing. <laughs> Freaking college students. Uh, a bartender would would sort of like uh, Lenore. Lenore's at the bar, right? Okay, he made a DC ten fort save, so he's not going to currently start barfing. Um, yeah, Lenore's at the bar. Ah, uh, and he's, the bartender just sort of looks at you. Make sure you look after him. Yeah, he seems to have um bad self control. Yeah, yeah, you know it's. Um, I don't want no trouble. So. Yeah, it, he hasn't been out of the city very much, and he's like he's like nearly seventy years old. He's kind of got a thing. Well, about it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Maybe I should get some of that devil blood. <laughs> oh, don't call it that around him or you will uh, regret mm. it. <laughs> does, does he have devil blood? Uh, Yeah, it's not a very polite thing to call the Tifa, oh. though. I'm sorry. I no, it's all right. We're all learning things. Didn't know, uh, you know, I didn't know that that was, uh, that was a thing. I mean, we're all learning things. He's kind of touchy about it, so. Ah. Uh, well, that's why I'd sort of motions like he sort of like leans here but that's why the yeah horns right yeah yeah shrug <laughs> okay um well uh be good for my sciatica probably <laughs> oh don't i know it i you got sciatica <laughs> no i it's, you know i feel like i've just gotten to that point <laughs> where my body has decided it wants to like start to try out the you? situation of being old. I'm How old like, are you? I'm like 29. Oh. Oh. 
Sweet Phrasma, you don't know nothing yet. <laughs> Wait till you hit 40. It's all downhill from there. Patilia will come out uh, after about like 30 minutes or so and just sort of like look at all of you. She orders an egg white omelet <laughs> with, with spinach and feta cheese. And he goes, feta, feta, feta cheese? Oh, I've been fed plenty of cheeses, but uh, <laughs> which is the one that you'd Aww. call a feta? <sighs> Never mind. I'll take an egg. Can it? Can you do just the egg whites, though? Uh, guys, just like looking at an egg on the griddle, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I could scramble it. Is that better? Patilia just goes, I guess. Sure. Oh. There it is, it's scrambled. Poor lady. Oh. I was a little late to actually scramble it. Here you go. You can pick around the yolk parts. Puts the plate down. It's like a metal plate. Like oh. she just looks at it. Okay. Hey, it's okay. Um, do you want some of mine? I, I, I Who's didn't talking? get it. Uh, it's, uh, sorry, it's Siren. Um, ah. I didn't get mine scrambled. I can just cut the, uh, yolk away if you want some. Um, that would be nice. Yeah, um, here. Uh, and she'll slice off some of the egg whites and, like, use her fork to put them over on Patilio's plate. Is, is, like that? Is that good? Yeah, that's, that's good, I guess. What's wrong? Um, I don't. Gonna have to live with this stuff for a while. They don't have any salt either. Um. Damien reaches over. I have salt. You want some salt? Yeah. I can give you some salt. Yes, I would love some salt. <laughs> Damien pulls out pulls out a little a little salt shaker uh, and a sort of un and uncaps it. He he brought salt and he brought sage. It's like a little stoppered. Yeah, it's got like a little yeah, uh, sort of coarse grain salt. Um, mm -hmm. and he just sort of sprinkles it. Uh, <gasps> You're my hero. <gasps> Do you hear that, guys? I'm somebody's hero. Finally. <laughs> All right. And with breakfast out of the way. Yes, because we must always have a breakfast scene. We must always, always have a breakfast scene. Uh, you would mount up your horses. Oh, are we going to go shopping in horse? Oh, uh, would you like to ask the bartender about shopping in horse? Yes, I would. All right. There shopping in horse. All right. You city folk, you're always looking for the fanciful things, right? Yeah. Well, we got two stores. Uh, you can find all your general goods there. You know, your your standard uh, your standard gear that you might need for the open road. All right. Uh, most of it's there. Okay. Uh, also, I hear that um, that uh, Hearst General Store has uh, some some of them magic things. Oh. And then uh, Family General Store has uh, has a couple as well. Okay. See, there was a couple of undead raids a while back. I had some uh, ghouls coming in. Uh, but we managed to get rid of them, but we still got a uh, plus one undead bane gauntlet hanging around. Okay. Uh, and then they're then they got a then they got one of them magical slings. Magical sling. Yep, it's a, huh. it's a plus two sling. Plus two sling. Yep. <laughs> uh, if you want to do one d three plus two damage. 
And then if you're looking for something that's more protective, they got a ring of protection plus one over Ooh. at Hearth's General. Ooh. Yep. And um, I was a traveling wizard what traded some stuff for uh, something a while back. He's got a, got a little page of a book. Oh. Uh, I don't know what you call it. A page of a spell book? I a page think, of spell knowledge? I think he took it out of his spell book or something. Okay. That's over at that's over at Hearth's General as well. Uh, then over at uh, then over at uh, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> almost swallowed a bit there. Over at uh, over at Family General, we got a, a plus one keen thundering short sword. What? Yep. Some uh, plus some one. caravan came through. They they uh they traded that for uh for a whole whole herd of cattle. Wow. Plus one keen thundering short sword. Yep. Maybe I want that. I think um I think uh, it was a bunch of them Shawantees. They were they were looking for uh something to take up to the Cinderland, so they took a whole herd of cattle that gave us that thing. Wow. They sure got some fancy magic up there. Siren, do you want that? I mean, um, maybe I do I like think that'll be outside your price range. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, put a pin in There's it. There's a plus one shadow breastplate as well. Ooh. A scroll of call lightning storm. Ooh. And a wand of sea invisibility. <gasps> wand of sea invisibility. Oh, that might be nice. Um, was there any other plus one armor? Um. Or is there a place we could get armor enchanted? Uh, we don't have no enchanters here. All right. Uh, we mostly rely on the caravans for magical things. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm I mean, we got a priest of Aristotle. Uh, does do they um bless uh, armor? Mother Tassa Sagani. Okay. You find her over at the church. All right. Uh, uh, I don't know that she blesses armor. I mean, she yeah. can do it for a bit, but uh, maybe like a day. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't know if she does it, it, like, forever. Yeah. All right. Um, maybe we'll get that when we head back. But, yeah, we'll check out the other stuff. Um, we'll check out that, that spell page. That page of spell knowledge? Is that what it is? Uh, okay, we'll have, to go, we'll have to go over and check it out. Um, but, yes, I would very much like to go check that out. All right. So you head over to the general store, and, yes, I will give you the list of the things that they have. Yay. Uh, now, there are two general stores, and the general store owners... Uh, respectively, for Harse General uh, is is a man who's played by Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> and Wait, <laughs> is the other one played by Jordan Peele? Yes. yes. And the one across the street is uh, played by Jordan Peele. Yes. And they fucking hate each other. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the one played by Keegan Michael Key. Uh, let's call him Hoss. <laughs> Hoss. He has he has a big old bushy mustache and a and an oversized hat, <laughs> and he's just like yeah that yeah that fella across the way don't go, go don't go shopping with him he's gonna try to rustle you out of all your money for nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks for the, uh, for the and the one played by Jordan Peele uh, is going to be named. Biff. Awesome, <laughs> Biff. Uh, and and he and you would go to his store and he'd say, 
Well, y'all came to the right place. You see that feller across the way? He's a real scoundrel. And he jacks up his prices like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> oh my goodness. Amazing. So, what can I do you for? Uh, so is this the place of the page of spell knowledge? Um, uh, yes, that would be at Harse General. Yeah, uh, um, I, uh, heard tell that you have a spellbook page here. So the medium items are all going to be at Family General, uh, and, uh, and the minor items are all going to be at Harse General. Okay, okay. Actually, the complaint that, that, uh, Biff, uh, played by Jordan Peele, at Family General will be is that 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 scoundrel across the way he thinks that what he's got is hot shit but he ain't got nothing <laughs> he ain't got nothing like what I can do see I can make a deal better than anybody else alright page of spell knowledge that oh it is for spontaneous spellcasters so uh take it away good sir <laughs> We cannot afford that at this time. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah, we might come back for that. Um, do you... Can you show us the um, <clears throat> ring of protection plus one? Well, I sure can. This is a fancy ring right here. Uh, and he pulls out this beautiful diamond ring. Uh... Here, let me get this. Uh, well, I reckon I could let this thing go for just 2,000 gold. 2,000 gold. Yep. And a bargain at that. We don't have enough money for that either. <laughs> you not? We have, we have 2,400 gold in liquid assets right now. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Womp, womp. Um... <laughs> Um, so I'm guessing that the major items are going to be out of our price oh, range, yeah. <laughs> or the the medium items will be out of our price range. Um, just just for questions, um, because I mean maybe we sell the sustaining spoon. Um, uh, how how much is the uh, wand of sea invisibility? <laughs> Good question. Uh, so it is a second level wand. So it would run you 4,500 gold. Oh, okay. Um, so we don't actually have the money for any of these things right now. Um, mm -hmm. Just uh, sit, and sit there and look uh, despondently at the things that are too expensive for us to buy. <laughs> <laughs> we have enough for plus one armor, um, but and, not plus one shadow armor. And when they see that you guys are crossing the street, there would be a... It'd be a, a whole hell of a thing. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm sure that you can watch the uh, Key and Peel sketch about the two restaurants across. <laughs> I didn't that, like, realize uh, that. No, there's a sketch about this. Oh, my word. Um, oh, my goodness uh, sake. Uh, yeah. Uh, Incredible. It's, it's a great sketch. I love it. Incredible. Uh, that sketch plays out around you. <laughs> uh, not to rip them off too much. This place is strange. Let's, let's, uh, let's, it, this is a total loss. <laughs> yes. Oh, what a bummer. I'm still too poor for this. <laughs> <laughs> now you, can restock, you can restock on a few basic potions, uh, provisions, rations, yes. anything like that. Yes, I do think that I would like a couple of 
maybe like one potion of cure light for each member of the party, just in case Unia sure. can't get there with the wand of uh, of cure mod. Um, yes, uh, you can get those uh, four four potions for uh, what was it? Cure light. Yeah. Yeah, for two hundred gold. All right. Yeah, I'll get that. Um, and then everybody will get one. Do you like the haggle? Oh. I, yes. Um, for some reason, I was under the impression I could only haggle for selling things. Yes, I would like to haggle. Um, All right. Uh, the dream team of uh, Ophelia, or uh, Siren, rather, and um, Lenore will haggle. A Okay, Lenore does not aid Womp, um, but Ophelia got uh, 25. She only has a plus 10 to Charisma when she's in right. her Siren, guys, but 25. So, um, you go to Hearst General and talk to Haas. Yes. And Haas of you, go, you go, I don't know. If we buy all of them, you could probably get them. You could probably sell them to us for cheaper, right? Yeah. Do you, don't you have any, like, buy one, get one promotions or a bundle? Buy one, buy one get one. This yeah, well, is magic here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, um. You can't just give away magic. Oh, no. Just, um, uh, a bundle, you know. Four of us coming through here and buying four of your potions? I'm sure that doesn't happen very often. That you sell four potions at once? See him look out the window. Right, I'll give them to you for 170, but don't you tell that bastard across the way that uh, I'm lowering my prices. Don't worry. You're trying to undercut me. Your secret's safe with us. Um. See him looking out the window. Puts the <laughs> potions on there. Goes, and not a penny less. <laughs> I can be reasonable, but he can't. You don't want to try to haggle with him. Thanks for the update. Damn bastard. Good to know. Sets up his family, family general shop. <laughs> he, you know what he tried to call it? You know what he tried to call it? He tried to call it Horse Family General. I went to the mayor and I told him I can't have somebody across the street from me with my same shop name. Thinks he can just put family in, in front of it. So I told him he had to drop the horse. <laughs> All right. Everybody has one additional potion of pure yeah. light. Um, and we're actually on, pretty well stocked He goes well on this long tirade about how terrible it is that this guy just moseys on into town 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> thinking that he can steal my shop and then sets up a shop that sells more expensive items. Uh, uh, and uh, we nod as sympathetically as we can possibly muster. I, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. That's, that's so rough. I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, as you're in there, Biff, uh, <laughs> once again, played by played by Jordan Peele, goes, That fella giving you any trouble? N no, no, we're fine. I got my eye on you, you old bastard. <laughs> and so, on that note, uh, anything else to do in town? Nope. All right. You would make your way out to Blackbird Ranch. It's about 10 miles up the river. Uh, it's got, like, nice big old fence around the edges. A uh, bunch of horses in one pen, cattle in the other. Oh, two big old posts with a sign across the top that says Blackbird Ranch. <laughs> um, and there's a few people on horseback uh, tending to tending to the cattle, uh, making up their... their uh, uh, they would have driven them out to, the, out to pasture uh, earlier, so... So you can see them a little bit off in the distance, watching as these cows graze. Uh, when you guys start coming up, uh, start bringing up the wagon, you'll see one of them uh, peel off 
Uh, he said he's a little too far distant for you to hear him, but he's, you can tell that he's he's gesturing and saying something to somebody. Rides on up uh, and comes to a stop next to you. Howdy, folks. Uh, Jason Adriel. Jason Adriel. Yep, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Lenore. Yep. Uh, we're with the cover of Night. Uh, yep, I got Vincarlo's word uh, saying that y'all would be coming on through. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, uh, you must be uh, Miss Sabor. And, uh, you must be, uh, uh, Miss Dola. Uh, tips his hat. Uh, I, I promise that I will look after y'all. We got, we got plenty of, we got plenty of ranch hands here. Uh, that over there's, that over there's Pete. And that over there's, uh, Muriel. And both of them, they are, they are fine shots with a longbow. And you can <laughs> trust them to protect anything you got here. That's great. Y'all are gonna be safe. We're gonna take care of you. Ain't nobody gonna come up in this place mess with you. Good. All right. Well, um, I reckon you you taking uh, these horses and this here wagon back to town. Yeah. All right. Um, anything anything you all need while while you're here? I got uh, I got a stew getting ready. Should be ready by noon. Oh uh, yeah, yep. that'd be great. Uh, you're welcome to stay. Have some lunch. Thanks. Uh, come on, and then uh, I mean you can stay here the night if you want. Uh, uh, uh I think we'll just stay for lunch. All right. And then we'll head out. And uh. Yep, this is uh this is uh we shot we shot a bear up by the woods uh a couple couple days couple days ago we've uh, been prepping it should be real good. Bear stew. Yep. I've never had bear stew. Yeah, we got it uh we were we were uh, out by the mountains actually near uh up near Basilwith. Ah. Uh, yep. Yes. Shot that bear. Shot it dead. Impressive. It was a nasty one too. Cave bear. Impressive. You gotta be real careful when you're prepping them. They can get a little greasy. (laughs) But we got some fresh carrots. They're coming from a farm across the way over there. I got some some taters. Uh, We got them in the back garden, actually. Uh, uh, It's pretty good stuff. So uh, stick around. Have a good time. Excellent. It seems that your relation of your combat prowess is not exaggerated. And... This place should be relatively secure for the time being. We even got a wizard comes around here every now and then. Oh. Yep. Uh, he doesn't come in too often, but uh, but if we need him, we can send for him. We got we can get this place nice and warded up. Ain't nothing gonna come up here and here. We've fended off all sorts of things. We fended off uh, owl bears. We fended off uh, we've fended off zombies. We fended off all sorts of things. Impressive. Yep. Well, I. Do believe that we do not need to concern ourselves with the safety of these two women. Nope, nope. You ladies are going to be well looked after. Uh, now, uh, now we do ask that you do what you can to help support the ranch. Of course. Uh, but uh, we'll make sure that you're compensated. Uh, I can talk to Mister Van Carlo and make sure that if you got if you got family back home, that we can make sure any money that any money uh, from uh, any profit we get from you working here goes to them. Uh, schedule regular deliveries out to town. We try to get them every two weeks, but uh, you know, uh, with everything that's been going on lately, it's uh, it's uh, been uh, been a little rough out that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we'll try to make it happen for you. Uh, Siren is gonna go over to Trinia. <clears throat> so I guess this is it for a while. <laughs> I mean, you can still write to me. Yeah, yeah. You know. We'll send it through Vincarlo. I um, just. I mean, I don't want you to. I don't know if you get the wrong idea. Um, y- you do seem nice. Yeah. Um, 
Hey, you know, I don't want you to, you know, oh, the bard, huh? No, no. You know, um, I, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll write and I'll wait for sure. letters from you. Um, sure. and maybe when things calm down a little bit, we can, I can come back up here and just, you can show me around the. Sure. I'm sure I'll know a whole lot of stuff. ranch things when, uh, yeah. Uh, I see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, um, well. I, I like you a lot. <laughs> you're, you're not too bad yourself. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay. Well, uh, Goes everybody. Sort of weird. Yeah, uh, yeah, sort of uh, hug, hug. <laughs> But it's like really quick, like, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It like looks um, yeah. like everybody's like looking, kicks the dirt a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah, any, anyway, um, uh, well, well, I'll, yeah, I'll, um, I'll send you letters. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Uh, sort of holds the hand a little too long as she walks away, like, <laughs> sort of keeps holding onto it as she's walking away. Um, bye. <laughs> like to think, like to think you get back to the wagon, Lenora's just standing there, eating an apple or something, like, mm -hmm. Crunch, yep. Nodding. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that! I'm not looking at you like anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh you you have a you have a nice you have a nice uh sealed uh container of stew that you can take along with you mm, on the way. Good. And we will make our way back to town. Yeah. So it's about 4 days to get back to town. Okay. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um we we provisioned up for it. Yeah. Uh we all knew how long the journey was going to take. So, uh should we roll some random encounter chances or uh um uh do you want to see what sort of sort of terrible things exist out on the plains? <laughs> Not plains. These are more like rolling hills. Uh, something that exists within the range of the CR for my party. Oh, oh! I did roll. I did roll under the under the uh, random encounter chance. Uh oh! Let's see what we've got. <laughs> I'm gonna get killed by like a giant or something. <laughs> uh, we'll say you're two days into your travel. Mm-hmm. Hinter, I hardly know her. <laughs> oh, I should, I should tell Trinia that one. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. You are traveling along. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been about two days since you, uh, since you left Hearth. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, um, what do you guys, what do you guys do to uh, pass the time? Uh, in this long wagon journey. Oh goodness. Um <laughs> Well, um Lenore would be would tell stories about her time in Kermaga. Mm. Um and perhaps the time of like her and Edgar moving to Corvosa. Um and sort of yeah. So yeah, she'll just sort of talk to fill the space. Mm -hmm. Um Unia might talk a little bit about their time in um, in Cheliax before Cheliax became the Cheliax we know and despise today. Um, so like hundred years ago, Cheliax, um, peppered with, you say that like it's a good thing, but that doesn't sound very good, Unia. <laughs> and and we we were dedicated to the spread of the glory. Of the of the Chelish Empire across all the wild lands, uh, 
the wild lands? You mean the lands with people that were living uh, on them? I recognize now that they perhaps weren't quite as wild as we thought they were. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> Almost on cue. You see something oh. silhouetted against the sky. <gasps> Wings flapping in the <gasps> distance. What is it? Can I make a perception check? Uh, you could make a perception Let's check. Let's have everyone perceive. Clack, 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 math rocks. Oh, that did a little better. Um, okay. Unia leading the group here with a 23 on perception. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenore has a 22 on perception. Ophelia has a 19, or has a 20 on perception. <laughs> and Damien, bless him, has... A nine. <laughs> okay. There appears to be some massive winged creature with bat-like wings and the head of a lion oh, flying no. towards you. You can see a spiked tail <gasps> trailing behind it. Oh, its no. legs pulled up oh, uh, no. as it roars at oh, no. you. Uh, and uh, as uh, by about the time that it's about 200 feet away, you see a volley of spikes fly out <gasps> at you. Please, Everybody. roll for initiative. <laughs> okay. Everybody would have gotten stuff ready um, upon seeing this thing. Um, so. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh. Oh. Damien. Come on. I need to switch out your d20, sweetheart. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. Damien got a four. We just double check that that's correct. Yes, Damien got a four after rolling a natural one on initiative. <laughs> Lenore got an 11. Unia got a 16. And Siren uh, got a bigger number. I need to check. I need to check her modifier. Uh, Siren got a 23. Uh, so we've got we've got the full spread here. Um, we got uh, Siren got a 19 on die, and Damien got a one. We're switching out Damien's die for one that is better. Uh, this oh, one is okay. going in dice jail. Uh, it's going to attack from range. Uh, it's 180 feet off. So, so Ophelia uh, or Siren. Which persona are you in now? Siren. Yeah. Okay, so Siren, you manage to see this thing silhouetted against the sun as the shadow passes over you. About 200 feet back right now. Okay. Um, well, there's not much Siren can do. So... Um, Siren will pull out her light crossbow and ready an action to fire when it gets in range. Okay. Which is, um, let me just check, 80 feet. That's your first range increment, though. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so I you suppose... You can still shoot at it. I, I you take a minus two penalty. Uh, at 160 feet? Huh? I take a minus two penalty at 160 Oh, yeah, you, you can take a minus four penalty at this point. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to hit okay. it. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, well, I guess I will wait until it gets within two range increments then. Okay. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Uh, all right, so you're holding an action. Yes. All right. Unia. Unia. Um, what is the range on blindness? Let me just double check that. I want to say it's medium. Yeah. So 100 feet, yeah, 100 feet plus 10 per level. So it's out of your range. Yeah. Um, Oph- or, um, Unia will 
would knowledge planes or knowledge religion give me any information on this creature? Uh, it would be a knowledge arcana. Okay. They do not have that, so I will wait on that. Uh, yes, they will uh, hold blindness until the thing is within range, and then they will cast it. Uh, oh, here we go. So the range on that is 100 feet plus 10 per level, you said? So 140 feet. Yes. So, so you're holding an action until it's within 140 feet. Yes. All right. So it is going to move up. Uh, it, it will be moving up. Uh, it was about 200 feet off. It moves up about 50 feet. Okay. So Ophelia will fire at it. Okay. Uh, please roll high, please. Nope. Miss. What'd you get? Got a two on die. Oh, no. This one is also going in dice jail. Uh, the manticore is going to, having flown 50 feet closer to you, it swings its tail around and you watch as spikes go flying out. Uh, let me do an attack. Ooh. Uh, so it's going to be attacking at, let's see. It prefers the more human looking of you. Okay, so, so probably uh, well I, either Unia, Ophelia, or Lenore is probably going to be the target. Yeah, I'm gonna roll a D three, uh, two. So uh, I'm gonna go Lenore, Unia. <laughs> All right. Uh, so first attack will be against Unia. All right. Uh, as four spikes go flying. All right. All right. Uh, Fifteen to hit. That hits. All right. You are going to take eleven points of damage. Cool. Uh, second attack. I need uh, to roll a concentration on my spell, I think. Huh? Uh, I was holding a spell. Blindness. Oh, yeah, you're trying to cast the spell, so DC of 10 plus the damage uh, taken uh, plus the level of the spell you're casting. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, what is it? What is my concentration check? It's your spell casting stat plus your uh, caster level. Okay, so plus 8. So 1d20 plus 8? Yes. With a DC of 22, uh, 23? Yeah, 23. 10 plus the damage taken plus the spell level? Yes. Yeah, so um, 23. So 1d20 plus 8. Yes, 23. Nope, lose it. Damn. Lenore. All right. Well. Now you can handle animal to, like, I don't know, try to do something interesting with the horses. Um, oh, God, no. <laughs> otherwise, they're going to keep running along the path. They're quite spooked right now. They're going to be running as fast as they can. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, Lenore is going to cast uh, Long Arm. Okay. And... Uh, hit it from 180 feet away. <laughs> okay. uh, and uh, wait for it to come in range. Okay. Foshard up. Uh... Fifteen feet of reach. Okay. So, Damien. Damien is going to make a knowledge arcana check. All right. On what this thing is. Damien got a twenty-five on knowledge arcana. Ooh, a twenty-five. You would know that this is a manticore. Manticores are fierce predators that patrol a wide area in search of fresh meat. A typical manticore is about 10 feet long and weighs about a thousand pounds. Goodness. Some have more human-like heads, usually with beards. Males and females look much alike. Manticores eat any meat, even carrion, though they prefer human flesh and rarely pass up an opportunity for such a delicacy. Ah. They are smart and social enough to bargain uh, with, to bargain with or bully evil humanoids into alliances 
or offering tribute, and more powerful creatures may hire or bribe them to to uh, guard or patrol a place or area. They like layers in high places such as hilltops, caves, and cliffs. Uh, now you have enough information to get, uh, let's see, one for getting it, and then two more for exceeding it by ten. Okay. Um, um, does it have any immunities? No. Does no it, immunities. Does it have, uh, one. any, does it have any resistances? Nope, that's two. Uh, special attacks besides the, uh... Uh, the spikes only throw? special attack is the spikes, but I can give you the information on that if you want. Sure, yes. Right. With a snap of its tail, a manticore can loose a volley of four spikes as a standard action. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't do my other two attacks, did I? No, you didn't. Ah, shit. I rolled them, but I didn't reveal them. Oh. Uh, all right. I can lose a volley of four spikes as a standard action, uh, which you make an attack roll for each spike. The attack has a range of 180 feet with no range increment. All targets must be within 30 feet of each other. The creature can launch only 24 spikes in a 24-hour period. Okay. Uh, so I didn't tell. I didn't. Uh, I didn't reveal these, uh, but it did launch four spikes, and I did say it launched four spikes. Okay. So. Uh, there is another spike that will be coming for, um, last one was coming at Lenore. Okay. Or, 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 or Unia, Unia, right? yeah, they took 11 points of damage. Oh, the second one was a 10 to hit, so oh. that one embeds in the ground, yeah. uh, somewhere next to the horses, and they sort of swerve a little bit. Um, the third attack, uh, is an 18 to hit that's going to be against Lenore. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay, Lenore will take 11 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and uh, then the fo- the fourth attack will be going for Ophelia. Okay. So it's basically going pop 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 to the yep. more humanoid looking of you. Yes. Um, because it wants to eat us. And uh, Ophelia is going to take thirteen points of damage. Uh, good lord, this thing just rinsed us. All right. And that is four barbs down. All right. So, uh, Damien, what were you doing? It's one hundred fifty feet away. Yes. Well, um, Damien. Is question. Yes. Um, if something that's flying gets stuck in a web spell, does it fall? Uh I would say so, yeah. If it fails at save, it can't fly. Okay. Um I am going to so it's 150 feet away, but yes. Damien can aim for 140 feet away. Yes. So Damien will cast web uh, at the at, square right at, in front yes, of it. Yes. At the very edge of his range. Yes. As okay. far as he can. Uh, so, so you you target a square ten feet ahead of it, and yeah. a burst of webs uh, appear, uh, yes. entangling the manticore. And I need to make a reflex save. DC seventeen. Thirteen. Oh boy. The manticore is going to start falling, uh, or rather, it's going to fall this round, uh, about ninety feet. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so I need to roll nine d six. Oh. Oh shit. Takes twenty-seven points of damage. Oh my as it falls. goodness! <laughs> as it lets out a roar, like sorry. Uh, and it and in that roar, it just shouts at you. I'll get you for that. Yeah, we should probably kill this thing, otherwise it's gonna seek revenge. <laughs> right, Ophelia. Ophelia is setting down her light crossbow, pulling out her dueling sword as she double moves toward the manticore. Or could I run? Uh, you, you would need your acrobatics to get out of the wagon. Oh, I can do that. Uh, I can do that, yeah. yeah. Let me do that. Acrobatics to get out of the wagon. 
Oh no! What'd you get? I got a total of nine for it. I rolled a two on die. Come on! No, you you go to jump out of the wagon and you sort of you sort of misjudge the speed at which you're going, and as you hit the ground, you just fall backwards and tumble uh, along the way. No! Uh, dust settling across God. you that has been kicked up by the horses. You are about ninety feet away from the. She's Manticore. supposed to be good at this. Um, can I get up? Yeah, you can use your action to stand up. I will use my action to stand up. So there you go. God. All right, Unio. I, um, well, Unio is gonna try to cast blindness on it again. Okay. Um, which they can do now. Um, that is a DC sixteen fortitude save, I believe. Uh, oh, it will make that as shadows rip across the ground in sort of the uh, in sort of the wheel marks of the cart, uh, just just sort of coursing up like dark flames shooting across and hitting its face, uh, and it shakes and the shadows dissipate and it roars again. All right, Unia is going to try to get out of the cart uh, and draw their wand of spiritual weapon as they do so. Do they also need to uh, acrobatics? Um, depends. How are you getting out of the cart? Um, I do think you need to roll acrobatics either way, but the DC changes whether you're running or if you're just taking time to just jump off. They're just taking time to jump off. Okay, so a move action to jump off. Yeah. Um, and roll me an acrobatics. Alrighty. You've got to be effing kidding me. What'd you get? I got a natural one. You similarly stumble. And you're prone. Uh, you're probably about 10 feet further, so you are 100 feet away now. Yep. Uh, you can take your standard action to stand up. I already oh, cast no, a spell. Oh, no, you cast a spell. So, okay. The Manticore, combat maneuver or escape artist is a standard action. Uh, right. So it's going... What's better for it? Probably combat maneuver. Yes. We're going to roll. Oh, that's not good. Uh, it is still entangled as it sort of tears at the uh, at the webs around it, just clawing at them, trying to get out. It is unable to break free of the web. Okay. All right. Um, it is grappled, so it can't move. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's stuck to the ground as the webs sort of like anchor themselves to the dirt. Uh, Lenore. Okay. Can Lenore sort of, uh, can Lenore stop the cart? Yes. Uh, now you only need to make a handle animal check. All right. Uh. Let's use one of the two d20s I haven't put in dice jail. Uh, 16? Yes, that will be enough to, uh, stop the trained horses. All right. Uh, so you are, you are about 110 feet away. Okay. Um, and then can I... Let me check what the action economy is. I think that's a move action. Okay. Uh, and then I will standard action get out of the cart, um, which doesn't require an acrobatics check anymore because it's no longer moving. Yeah, now it's just uh, now it's just it takes five feet of movement to get out of the cart. Yeah, uh, and then I will use the rest of my movement, uh, the, all twenty-five feet of it, to um, get closer to the manticore, uh, or sort of maybe get closer to my friends actually, um, sort of between where Ophelia jumped out and where Unia jumped out. Okay. Uh, and um, just, you know, set up my um, my reachy arms. Actually, I would like to rage as well. Okay, so you're now raging. I'm now raging. Great. Damien, the cart is now stopped. 
Damien uh, is going to um, get out of the cart. Uh, Damien will run toward Lenore, who's um, uh, the rainbow colors around her are starting to um, become more vibrant and sort of uh, pulsing more quickly as she's getting her blood rage going. Uh, gonna sort of hop over Unia's prone body as they mutter and grumble into the dirt about how they must have twisted something uh, as they landed so badly. And it's gonna go, oh, I always feel awkward doing this. Um, I, I feel, anyway, um, uh, and Damien will sort of reach out into the air and grab hold of something that nobody else can see and just drags his hand like he's like he's grabbed hold of something and a shadow falls across um, nice. the party at the uh, tipped where Lenore's faux shard is uh, and sort of cascading down around them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it is now dim light in that area? Yes. Great. All uh, right. You need, uh, you know, Ophelia. Ophelia. We're back up to you. We are back up to Ophelia. Ophel How far away is the manticore now? Uh, from Ophelia, about 90 feet. Okay. Um, well, uh, Ophelia will drink a potion of cure light wounds. Okay. And so that's one. What is that? 1d8 plus one? Oh my god. Heals two points of damage and will use. Uh, her movement to sort of get to the edge of the darkness okay. and wait to melee attack. What would that be about eighty feet away? Uh, the the dark, yeah, the yeah, the uh, the about eighty feet from the manticore, yeah. If you are eighty feet away, keep that yes. in mind. Unia. Unia will stand, <laughs> and uh, they have their wand of spiritual weapon out. Let me just check the range on spiritual weapon. They will cast spiritual weapon at the manticore, where the manticore is, because it is medium range. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. They will cast a uh, spiritual weapon. Um, so we will roll an attack for the spiritual weapon. Okay. Um, so uh, rolling to confirm. Oh boy. You know what? I think I might just use this one die forever and ever and ever. Um, yes. <laughs> Amazing. I switched dice, and now I've rolled a uh, 22 to confirm. Ooh. Ooh, that's going to confirm. This is a times three crit weapon. So I'm getting uh, 3d8 plus three. And I do... Uh, not a particularly large... I do 13 points of damage. All right, not bad. To the... Not bad, uh, not bad. To the, the, the creature. To the, okay. to the uh, manticore. Yes. yes. And now, Manticore, how do you respond? Does it get out of the webs? No. Oh. Uh, so standard action to try to do that, and then it can't move because it's grappled. Oh. Yeah, no. Okay. It doesn't do anything as it struggles and strains against the webs, and they sort of, they sort of like pull tight against it. Uh, like a massive net pinning it to the ground. <laughs> It flexes its wings, uh, and it struggles and strains, and nothing is able to get through. Oh wait, sorry, that wasn't thirty. That was fifteen points of damage. I'm sorry, I didn't multiply properly. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Um, all right, Lenore will run. Run. Uh, 
up to uh about or can I charge? Yes, because I'm raging now. How far away is this thing? About 90 feet from you. Ah, dang. Yep. Okay. Um, well, I'll get, I guess I'll get to it next turn. Um, What's your movement speed? Uh, my, I can charge 60 feet, um, ah, but I wanted to attack it. Not yet. Uh, not yet. Yeah. So Lenore is going to um, double move up to uh, like 30 feet away from this thing. Uh, and she has a reach of 20 feet, so she can't quite get there yet. Um, Nice. But she will uh, hopefully get there next turn. She is okay. she is surrounded. Her, the the aura of darkness um, goes out to twenty feet uh, okay. around her. Nice. So uh, nobody else is currently in it. Um, but All right. uh, let's go on to Damien. Damien will, I believe, Damien can charge and hit this thing. Although the um, the attack will not benefit from charge because it's ranged. I think can you I don't know if you can range attack on a charge. Ah. I believe it's you have to move double your speed and make a melee attack. Okay, that's fine. Uh, uh that's fine. Let me um, double check that though. Yes, you must make a single melee attack. Okay, that's fine. Yes. Um so things that are close, I can hit 45 feet away right now. So, um Damien is going to move forward 30 feet. Okay. Oh no, that's still too far. It's like sixty feet away from Damien, because um, he was right next to Lenore to cast darkness on her on her Fauxshard. Yeah, you would have been ninety feet away. So if you move up, yeah, it would be sixty feet from you. Okay. Um. So um, he'll actually have to um, probably double move as well, unless I still have any. Uh, oh yeah. Um, I will. Uh, Damien will move up thirty feet, and Damien will cast magic missile. Nice. Because I have that prep today. Okay. Um, so 2d4 plus 2. Yes. Pew pew. Damien runs and he uh, um, pulls out his deck, but instead of grabbing cards, he says a little incantation and cards made of force fly forward and deal five points of damage to the Manticore. <laughs> All right. Five points of damage as these cards just sail across the road and embed in the manticore and it lets out a grunt of pain. Ophelia. So Ophelia is actually going to um, double move Uh until she is right by Lenore um, sort of like in in the darkness. I suppose so she's like 10 feet away from the manticore. Okay. Oh no, that's yeah. Yeah, so she'll be in the darkness. She'll be 10 feet up from Lenore. Um, and ready to try to attack this thing. Okay. Uh, Unia. Unia. They are very far. <laughs> they attack with their spiritual weapon, or their spiritual weapon attacks, rather. Um, yes. So 1d20 plus 7. Oh, boy. Uh, 24 to hit. Oh, that will hit. And... Oh, boy, that'll hit. I like this die. I'm keeping this die. Um, <laughs> now you're die for everything. <laughs> uh, dealing 5 points of force damage. Okay, five points force damage. And Unia will double move up, uh, so that they are right next to, or so that they're. I suppose they would be um, twenty feet back okay. from Lenore. Okay. Sort of at the edge uh, of the that. The Manticore is going to attempt yet again to break free from the webs. I want to break free. 
All right, there it is. And finally, you see as it just tears this big opening in the webs and rises up into the air, just flying uh, flying up uh, and away from you, 50 feet into the air. Um, no! Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but that is its turn. Uh. <laughs> All right. Lenore sets down her falcata, pulls out her uh, composite longbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the falcata is still, it's all its all dark. Um, it's just sitting on the ground now instead of in her hands. Uh, and she's going to uh, pull out her composite longbow and aim and fire okay. uh, at the manticore. Uh, does a 17 hit? Uh, how far off are you? Um... What are you hitting with? I'm hitting with a composite longbow that has a range of 110 feet. Okay, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Um, so that's 1d8 plus 4. Okay. So, uh... Ooh. Uh, ooh, 11 points of damage. Ooh, spicy. Spicy. Uh, so, we're if, if from above, the Manticore sees this this shadowy place uh, about, 20, or about 40 feet in diameter on the ground, uh-huh. and there's this lady in the middle that's sort of difficult to see because she's got uh she's got um uh concealment and uh a uh an arrow shoots out of the darkness and just hits it in the wing nice damien 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 is going to spend two arcana points as a bonus act or as a swift action to spell recall web oh my and then he's gonna cast it again oh boy <laughs> um so DC 17 reflex save. <gasps> I make it this time. No. Now, I think, do the webs fall? Uh, it doesn't say. I think that they I probably they just. would. Uh, it doesn't say. What What is it? Is it a conjuration? Uh, let me check. Or is it evocation? Let me check. It's conjuration creation. It is conjuration so creation. So you are making webs. And yes. webs are affected by gravity. Okay. So the webs fall. The webs fall uh, into the area where the. Um, Other webs are. Uh, yeah, where the other webs are. <laughs> so there, are, there are webs on the ground there now. <laughs> Sorry, mm. I tried. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as the as the manticore does a barrel roll and avoids the the webs this time, Crap. it's like trying to play the same tricks twice. <laughs> I mean, it, it worked the first time. Fuck you, <laughs> Ophelia. Crap! I, I might I might have left my light crossbow on the cart. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I did. I left it there as a free action so I could move. Yep. yep. Oh dang it. Um, Ophelia will drink a potion of cure light wounds. <laughs> nice. And wait for it to come and to shout. Come on down and fight us, you coward! Okay. <laughs> uh, as she heals seven points of damage. Okay. Unia. Unia. Um. What? Okay. Um. Well, first, uh, spiritual weapon attacks. Uh, that is a nineteen to hit. Uh, nineteen will hit. And that does four points of force damage. Ooh, ouch. And then I don't really have anything for this right now. Um, uh, I guess as the um, 
spiritual weapon fades away, Unia will use their action to conjure another wand of spiritual weapon. <laughs> I don't think it can attack this turn. Okay, but it's next to. But it's next, next to the. It's next to the Manticore, okay. Yes. Now, who's been hitting it the most with the most ranged things? Um. Well, Lenore's the only person who made any sort of ranged attack that hit it. But you. But Uni has also dealt a the, good amount. Yeah, of but damage. they've. But they've. But they've dealt damage with their. Um, yes. uh, their spiritual weapon, and then Damien's been shooting spells. So what I'm going to do is, uh, what the Manticore is going to do, rather, is going to uh, fly up and around, going 10 feet up, 40 feet this way. Sort of a north uh, northeast direction. Okay. Uh, parallel, or uh, perpendicular to the line of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of as it banks off to the side and you watch as the as the tail whips around again and it's going to be going uh, it's going to go for uh, Unia. Okay. Full burst targeting Unia uh, to try and you know do something about this weapon that you've put in put in next to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that it really realizes that you conjured the weapon but the weapon happened after you did something. Yeah. So it's going to target you. All right, so the first one is going to be a miss, definitely, because I rolled a 10 on die. Okay. The second is going to be a 22 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Do I get concealment? Um, Let me see something. Because it is dim light? No. Damn. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. <laughs> it can see you quite well. That's fine. And you're going to take 14 points of damage on that one. Oh, my God. Launches another spike off. Another 14 points of damage. I'm down. All right. Uh, and then it's going to move on to God the next person. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lenore has a bow, right? Oh, but Damien's hit it with the web. Mm. Uh, it doesn't like the web. It's going to target Damien. Okay. Not its favorite thing to eat, but we can't have those webs happening again. <laughs> 16 to hit. Uh, that'll do it. All right. 15 points of damage to God Damien. Damn. Yeah. Lenore. <laughs> this is the story of how I died. <laughs> yes. Lenore. Uh, is going to flip the F out uh, and go over and knock a potion of cure light wounds into Unia's mouth. Okay. Um, healing them six points of damage. Unia is back up. Okay. Damien, it is your turn, friend. Damien is going to spend... Uh, Two more Arcana points to spell recall web and try again. <laughs> DC 17 reflex save. Nope. He, the, the Manticore has learned your ways. Shit and a half. And, we're, we're and boned. It, and, it, uh, and it spins again. We're uh, boned. Ducking out of the way of the webs. Ophelia. How, how far is this thing up in the air? It was 50 feet up before, right? Yeah. So 60 feet up in the air. Shit. All right. There's nothing I can do. Ophelia... Um, Runs back to Lenore and Unia. Do you have a potion? Yeah. She'll give uh, Unia a potion of cure light. Heals Unia three points of damage. Okay. Uh, Unia, you are back up now. Unia, um, their spiritual weapon attacks the Manticore. 18 to hit. 18 will hit. And does 1d8 points of damage. Uh, two points ah. of damage. Oh, no. Uh, I will tell you the Manticore is looking quite bad right now. Hmm. Uh. Um, and they're going to um, drop the wand of spiritual weapon, pull out the wand of cure mod, and boop themselves with the mod of or with the wand of cure moderate. Um, so that's two d eight plus three. 
Uh, and they heal... F- 15 points of damage. Oh boy. I rolled pretty well on that. Um, <laughs> the last thing I will ever roll well on. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, but Uni is still prone, right? Yeah, they're still prone. Okay. Um, actually, could Ophelia be prone as well? <laughs> could she have gone prone? Or? Drop prone? Yeah. You can. All right, yeah. Ophelia's going to drop prone as well. Okay. The Manticore is going to hover in place and it's going to fire a volley of spikes again um mm-hmm. so the two of you are prone so um uh, please assume the party submission position oh yes yes party submission position it's going to be two at damien first oh boy uh, because it does not like this I'm web in thing danger <laughs> uh, oh boy uh i believe uh, a 16 hit you before right yep you're going to take 14 points of damage as this first spike pelts you Okay. Um, uh, hitting you in the leg. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have one point. Well, I have one hit point left. Uh, and the second one is also going to hit you for eleven points of damage. Oh my god! I'm not dead. <laughs> Damien is on the ground at negative ten hit points. Oh no! What's your con? Twelve. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna die to a freaking manicure because I couldn't uh, roll to hit it. The third spike is going to go for Lenore, and that's a 15 to hit. That hits. Oh boy. Uh, you take 11 points of this damage. This is why I need better armor. And then the last one I'm pretty sure is going to miss. You. It's a 12 to hit. No. All right. As, as the last spike slams into the ground, as just the, this rain of spikes comes down at you. <laughs> okay. So. <sighs> <laughs> Lenore. Lenore's gonna try to hit it with her composite longbow. Okay. Sixteen? That is gonna be a miss. God damn it. Okay. Okay. Damien. Roll a Can I use a hero point? I believe that is a thing that you can use your hero points for. You can spend a hero point to re-roll a stabilization check if it doesn't work. So what do I have to roll right now? Um, so it would be, you take a penalty equal to your negative hit points. DC 10. So, okay. uh, so you I have need, to roll above a 10. Well, um, how many negative hit points do you have? 10? Oh, I have to roll a 20. Yeah, you have to roll a 20. Constitution check. If you don't like it, you can spend a hero point to re-roll. Yeah, I'm going to re-roll that. And you can keep doing that. <laughs> I mean, I have to roll a natural 20 to succeed. Hmm. Okay. Damien loses a hit point. Ophelia. Okay. Ophelia has one more potion of cure light, so she's going to go over and give that to Damien. Okay. Just crawl over to him and pour it in his mouth. Heal him six hit points. So Damien is now stable, but unconscious at what? Negative five. Negative five hit points. Yeah. Okay. Unia. Uh, Unia, well, their spiritual weapon attacks the Manticore. 17. That will hit. Deals 1d8 points of damage. Uh, three. Okay. Um, and then they're going to crawl over to Damien and boop him with the wand of uh, Cure Mod. Okay. Uh, so I would say it's like quarter movement speed. Yeah. Because uh, you're crawling. Yeah. Uh. They heal Damien 10 points of damage. Damien is back up, but he's on the ground. 
and he looks okay. like shit. All right, so the only person standing right now is Lenore. Yep. So we are going to pelt Lenore with uh, a number of spikes. Okay. Now, the first one is going to slam into the ground next to you, completely missing you. The next ones, uh, I believe, are 15 hits you, right? Yep. 11 points of damage to you. Okay. Uh, with one spike. The next spike also hits you for 12 points of damage. Okay. And then, are you still up? Yep. Uh, the last one is going to hit you for 14 points of damage. So Lenore is standing, aiming her composite longbow at the manticore, and the spikes come and just hit her center mass, and she and they hold her body up as she sort of falls backward. She's not dead, but she's close. Uh, give me one more round, and another Lenore comes from behind. Is like, Dormammu, I'd like to bargain. <laughs> Lenore, DC 10... Nope, I rolled a natural uh, one. Damien. Damien, on the ground, is going to spend one Arcana point to spell Recall Magic Missile and okay. Magic Missile the Manticore. Okay. Dealing eight points of damage to the Manticore. You watch as the Manticore gets hit with these two magical cards and ugh, sways on the spot. It weakly flaps, <sighs> growling at you. <sighs> D- Damien s- sitting up just a little bit blood trickling from his mouth Ophelia Ophelia is it is it on the ground no it is still in the air um okay um, but you can see blood splattering the the uh, the ground you get the feeling that if it continues it's going to die okay uh, Ophelia is out of cure light wounds so she's going to stand up um, in front of Lenore. Can I try and have uh, Ophelia make a stabilization check? Uh, yes. Okay. Standard action. He'll check. Yeah. Um, what's the DC on that? Uh, I believe 15, I want to say. Oh boy, I have a negative one to heal. This probably isn't going to work, but we'll try, because I don't have anything else to do with my standard action. Yes, it's DC 15. Oh, nope. No. Um, Ophelia looks down at Lenore and she's like, well, there's nothing I can do there. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and she's going to go stand in front of Lenore um, and um, uh, and say, if you want to hit anybody, hit me. Yinia. Their spiritual weapon. I think this is his last round on the second casting. Attacks the Manticore. And uh, 23 to hit. That will hit. And does... Five points of damage. The manticore crashes to the ground. <gasps> and Unia bops Lenore with their wand of cure moderate. Uh, taking uh, 66 fall damage as well. Unia bops Lenore with the wand of cure mod, uh, healing her nine points of damage. Ooh. You see you see the manticore, the manticore having been cut down with the spiritual falcata, crashes to the ground, and you hear this just sickening crunch as its bones crack and uh and it just lays there motionless. And so too does our party. <laughs> as as everybody takes some deep breaths. <laughs> And Lenore bops ev- and Unia bops everybody with a wand of cure moderate a couple of more times. Oh my god! There you go. Uh. 
So if I hadn't webbed that thing and caused it to take 96 points of damage when it fell, uh, we wouldn't have won that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, how would we have run from that thing? It flies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. The next move was go- once once everybody was unconscious, it would it would take the last one for a snack. Oh, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't like being out here. I don't yeah. like being out on the plains. <laughs> Can I level up now? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. Not yet. Okay. Okay. Um. But I will tell you, you can get back to town without any more random encounters. Yay! Uni is gonna. We're just gonna do some uh, cure light wounds bopping or cure moderate wounds bopping over here. Uh, we can do that uh, in the downtime probably. The cure light bop. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness sake. Oh my goodness sake. You will get back to town uh, a couple of days later. Yeah. We'll just. We'll just we'll spend uh that's an average of nine that's an average of like twelve um twelve points per heal so we'll just do um just quickly uh some math here uh we'll heal Lenore up so that'll probably take like three bops and healing Damien up will take like two bops so we'll get right. rid of five bops here and everybody will heal up over the course of the next couple of days okay um and you manage to get back to town. And yeah, uh, you managed to get back to town. Uh, you are greeted by guards in uh, red tunics at the gate again. Who look at you and go, cover of night. Yep, that's us. Uh huh. I have it down here. A description of your party. Damien is now um, sitting uh, shotgun so that he can web any uh, flying creatures that may come to attack us. Nice. Um, there you go. Was your. Trip two looks through this book. Harse profitable? Uh, yeah. Oh, did we could we have harvested anything from the Manticore? Um, you could harvest a trophy. Yes, I would like to harvest a trophy from the Manticore. Uh, survival. Uh, survival. Lenore and Unia are both relatively good at survival checks. So let's have Lenore and Unia. Okay. Uh, Lenore got a 14, which is not fantastic but uni got a 15 which is also not fantastic uh do it with a 17 can i successfully harvest any trophies from the manticore um you try to harvest a trophy but Womp. you do not quite manage no. to do it oh it's so gross you, you're like can- oh i'll get the head and and you end up splitting the head oh wait damien has damien has one rank in survival maybe he can save it he got a 10 does he no. help no. Wait, wait, you don't want to... Never mind. You actually failed by quite a lot there and actually do more damage. <laughs> no, I meant to eight. Uh, okay. Um, no, eight. you don't. 19? No. Aww. No, that doesn't do it. <laughs> well, uh, this is where I would show you the Manticore trophy if I had one. Uh, you have a few Manticore spikes, but mm. they're probably not... M- much use for anything except yeah, maybe there crafting are man- spears. Yeah, there are manticores out there, and now I am pretty sure why I never left town ever. Oh, yeah, there's oh. manticores out there. Yeah. Yeah, we huh. all almost died. It was pretty bad. <laughs> well, uh, I suppose this gives you a new appreciation of the protection that your queen grants you. One could say that, yes. Welcome home. Thank you. amazing Uh, and the town is much as you left it actually things have calmed down a bit Um, 
now at some point you could gather rumors to see if anything happened while you were away. But it seems like things are kind of getting back to some sense of normalcy. Okay. Seems pretty calm right now, actually. Okay. Too huh. calm. Too calm. <laughs> no. uh, and that is, I believe, where we will leave it for this week. Alrighty. All right. All Goodbye. Right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. I hope you enjoyed both the relaxation in Hearths and the dangers of the open road. This session featured several sound sets from Sirenscape. I have been working on putting together custom sound sets for scenarios that don't quite fit the presets, and I've been very happy with the level of control that gives me. This session also featured music from Philips Tabletop Music Bazaar. Our intro is Chronospheres of Dr. Genevieve Beaumont. The scene on the roof with Trinia featured the Ballad of Rosemary. And our combat this week featured the Mountain Giants, the King's Cavalry, and a new release, Ashes and Bones. For more great tracks that you can use in your own game, be sure to check out Philip's Patreon, link in the description. As a reminder, we will be taking a little break next week, but stay tuned to us on social media. We'll be sure to share some little tidbits to keep you going next week. You can follow us on Twitter at to have and to roll. We are on Tumblr to have and to roll.tumblr.com. And you can follow me individually at rain zero. That's R A N E and the number zero. Daft is on Twitter at Daft Prodigy. As another side note, I recently wrote an article for tabletop gaming blog, Bacob's Blog, link in the description. It was an honor to share my experience here. I actually spend most of the article talking about another kind of one-on-one -on -one scenario that I use, often to bring people into tabletop gaming for the first time. So be sure to check that out. That's it for this week. We will see you in two weeks as our heroes return to the city to see what's changed in their absence. Next time, on to having to roll. There was like a rooster the size of a small human. <laughs> there, sorry, I, I, I mistook which direction I needed the, the air to go. <laughs> no, I like the idea that there's just this. There's one enormous it's, rooster. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually, um, and then a it's actually small. a cockatrice. <laughs> there's no, there's no quarries near here, so they just bring things to the cockatrice and it turns them to stone. Like every now and then when they need building materials, they bring over a cow. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the princess is on my notebook, so I can't access my notebook that has my quick reference of things I can do. Wait till you hit 40.
It's all downhill from there. You start taking minus one penalties to your physical stats. Plus one penalty. I remember plus when one I, bonuses to your metal stats. I remember when I first got my minus one penalties to my, my strength, dexterity, and constitution. <laughs> I felt wiser. But also more tired. But also more tired. Now I just get exhausted with six days of adventuring. <laughs> I fail all my fortitude saves. <laughs> Reflex saves, forget about it. <laughs> but will saves I got a lot better at those <laughs> meanwhile as Trinia and Ophelia are getting to know each other better hey hey Unia what what was Taldor like quiet and can't sleep neither can I I'm making a lot of noise Yes. I'm happy for them. I am concerned about the structural stability of the roof. There is a lot of dust coming down. Yeah. Hey, hey, Unia. What? Can you tell me about, like, the things that Aerodin did? No! I Isn't that, like, a thing that you're supposed to do? Aerodin was quiet and allowed people to go to sleep. I don't think that that's part of the story. You wouldn't know, would you? I'm supposed to teach you. Hey, Yenia. What do you think Lenore and, uh, what do you think Lenore and Patelia are talking about? For the love of Eridan, shut up! Smash cut to next room over. <laughs> Oh my god, Svetelia. Did Trini have to put up with this every night? Patelia! Patelia! Shh! Oh. 